With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifecta noon with Michelle on the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. <laughs> We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. Our TGIF Live studio audience are wearing their patriotic gear purchased on our marketplace to celebrate 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, USA. So go check it out. Buy a flag, a shirt, a hat, and show off your red, white, and blue. EverythingHomeResourcePlatform.com and click the Marketplace tab. This country-loving crew is excited for today's powerful pack of patriotic partners. They can't wait to spend the next three days listening to some of our 469 segments of this live show to create an amazing second half of their year put on your common sense caps we the people grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear it's dry july and time to make your life your business and this country better today's topics on episode 231 shame guilt healing monetizing podcast america today celebrity charity event identity shift arizona civic action made easy and political updates with our special guest marissa hamilton of EZAZ.org and Arizona Representative Joseph Chaplick, delivered by our partners at the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Oh, well, here we go again with the technical issues. Are this is going to be one heck of a show. You Today's lineup, Lois Hollis, the Soul Speaks Method of Healing. Josh Tapp, the expert on podcast monetization and content distribution. Dr. John Diamond, host of America Unhinged. A.C. Caswell, million-dollar mingle celebrity charity fundraiser. Anthony Trucks, helping ambitious individuals access their next level through an identity shift. And our two special guests. We'll be sitting in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox today at 1 p.m. Marissa Hamilton. She's the founder of EZAZ. They make Arizona Civic Action as easy as pie. 
time to take action and get involved. It's up to each of us to save America. And at 1.30, Arizona State Representative Joseph, he's one of the only politicians who's working hard for we people. We're talking the budget, our corrupt education system. Wait until you hear how much of your tax dollars they get and election integrity. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. We're live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. And the link is also at the very top of our homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Breaking news number one, Facebook is now sending warning messages to users about their potentially extremist friends. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? We care about preventing extremism on Facebook. Others in your situation have received confidential support. How can you help? Hear stories and get advice from people who escaped violent extremist groups. That's a real message, and it has a get support button. Number two, the new Delta variant has the same death rate as the regular flu. And the symptoms are identical to hay fever and the common cold Don't believe the hype and the lies from the same people who started this political propaganda pandemic. And as Dr. Christian Northrup said, they gave us COVID so we could get the shot. It's all about the non-vaccine. And speaking of the good doctor, number three, she was my special guest Wednesday, episode 230. She was amazing. That interview is full of facts and truth bombs about COVID-19, the vaccine, and the real agenda. Dr. Northrop also gave some inside scoops, such as 60 to 80 American airline pilots can't go back to work, as in never. That to the list, you know, the VAX list with the 21 Indian pilots and the four British Airways pilots who have died. Please listen to Dr. Christiane Northrop on episode 230 and share it with everyone you know so they can get the truth and literally save their lives. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental bioweapon with mRNA and nanotechnology, spike proteins, tracking devices, operating systems, fetal tissues from aborted babies, and the name of the the patent is Lucifer Race. Don't take it. Things that make you go Hear the sound, people. It's July 2nd, day 473 of 15 days to slow the spread. Yep, that's correct. Day 473 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. It's sound or both the old dirty mask. They don't work. They actually make you sick. And our symbolism of control and tyranny. God, I hope you're not wearing them still. Just say no to the non-vaccine. It will kill you. Go to your next school board meeting and your city council meeting. Reclaim your freedoms. Back to normal. Take action to stand up to the Nazi regime. Get involved today. Fight for your freedom. Stop acting like we the sheep will take back your country and reopen America 100%. Freedom. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Today's topic is on episode 231, Shame, Guilt, Healing, Monetizing Podcast. America Today, Celebrity Charity Event, Identity Shift, 
Arizona Civic Action Made Easy and political updates with our special guest, Marissa Hamilton of EasyAZ.org and Arizona Representative Joseph Chaplick. Let's get ready to rumble! First up is Lois Hollis. She's a shame guilt educator, counselor, and filmmaker. She's also the creator of the Soul Speaks Method of Healing. Oh, yeah, it's big patriotic round of applause. <laughs> Lois, how are you today? I am wonderful. I'm very freedom feeling. <laughs> That's awesome. I love, I love your attitude. It is, it is just so uplifting, patriotic. Well, we should be. I mean, we can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel this is the most important 4th of July Freedom Day in our history. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of like the the make or break point. Are you you on board with an an amazing country? Are you going to believe that junk in the critical race theory that we're just so bad? And I guess maybe that's why everybody wants to come here. You know, that, that kind of kind of throws the narrative a little off. Well, Michelle, thank you, thank you, thank you from the hearts of many, many Americans. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's, it is my patriotic duty to uh, do what I can to save this country. So I've got to have this that's platform right. here. But I, have, but I have to, I have to thank people I, I, like I, you. I, Come on, yeah. too. So you're doing, you're doing the work. Well, why would you not? You know, I, I, anyway. I don't have so, an answer for that. I don't have an answer. I, I, we don't have an answer. So I have an answer. Yes. I I was thinking about what to present today on this marvelous Freedom Day, and it's I'm talk I'm going to talk about inner freedom. Okay. We have outer freedom, which we're doing, and we also have an inner freedom, and the inner freedom drives our outer freedom, and what stops our inner freedom? Shame, guilt, energy. Oh, I can't do that. What will they say? Oh my goodness, that's not right. Oh my goodness, I don't. I'm too tired. I'm too old. I'm too young. Uh, seriously, shame, guilt is our obstacle to inner freedom, and our inner freedom drives our outer freedom of patriotic duty. So, Lois, why do you think we always go down that dark tunnel, that hole, that rabbit hole? Is it because we've been conditioned that way since we were young, or do we just we just want to kind of beat well, ourselves up? Many, yeah, that's that's the great that's the great question. The reason is is because we've been conditioned to be feeling that way. Okay, we've been to church. Our parents taught us to pray. Um, we still, well, I'm 77, so we had prayer in school and things of that sort. So we got the love energy, but when you think about it, there was more shame, guilt energy around being pushed from government, Mm. from culture, from school, from discipline. Years and years ago, it was noted that corporal punishment is not enough to make a child obedient. It must be accompanied with shame, guilt behavior to be effective. And that Hmm. was considered the mode of practical treatment of children is not only, you know, corporally or talk to them, but you had to add shame, guilt to it to be effective. 
Interesting. That's and very interesting because that was considered the gold standard of teaching. Uh, yeah, you know, it goes back and, to this whole brainwashing. They just, you know, the, the more that well, we, Shane Gilt, we kind of pay attention yeah, to what's about, going on. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, think disturbing. about same field energy, not not the, the, the emotion, the energy, because it's energy, love energy and shame guilt energy. That's what we have here. Shame guilt energy is an eraser. It erases the good feelings. It sort of doesn't erase it, but it's like covers it so you don't see it. So shame guilt is like the heavy 400-pound person and Love and light is like, oh, very, very happy, light and love. So that's why we feel it so much, because it has a hard density, like you're carrying a 1,000 pounds. That's why it feels so oppressive. It's a lot but easier to do love than it is the other. Exactly. Now, shame, guilt, energy needs us. We don't need it. We have no reason for our human to need shame guilt. We don't need to feel guilty. We don't need to feel shame. We are beautiful humans that have the freedom to choose God and love and joy and peace. And we can do that without hitting and beating and yelling and shame guilt behavior. We don't need that. We're too smart for that. But we've been so, told we're not smart enough. We need to be hit and beaten and yelled and screamed at and use shame, guilt behaviors. And I'm saying, you just say no. Shame, guilt, energy only has one defect. It dissolves in detection. How about that? Huh. And that's my mission, to expose shame, guilt, energy as a negative, destructive, heavy, dense energy that we don't need and yeah, since it's external that. we can like kick it out so real quick how do we snap out of it oh, i love that well first of all you realize it's not part of you you don't own it never say my shame it, you don't own it shame guilt energy is not to be owned or given now what is shame, guilt behavior? We don't know because we think it's normal behavior. Why? Because we've been conditioned. Michelle, you're right. So go to my website, loishollis.com, and I have a book, 500 Questions, One Answer. I will show you how you can have shame, guilt behavior in 500 ways. And then you know the beast of shame, guilt, and then you can avoid it. Okay. Oh, it's a perfect, a more perfect time to, to turn this ship around. And you have the freedom to do it. It's Freedom Day, people. Freedom Day. It's Freedom Weekend. It's Freedom Fest. It's Freedom Fest. It is time to turn freedom around. Fest. We've got inner second. Freedom. Yeah. Eat yeah. Inner Freedom. Inner Freedom. And you don't have to take the vaccine because, oh, you want to help other people. They're, they're, oh, God, they're, no. They're, Make your decisions on what is right for you and God and love, not what's right for shame and guilt or why you feel guilty or why you feel you got to kick that one out today. Kick it out. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to some other force. force. We don't have to go into all that. But it's yeah. not of God. Okay? Bye-bye. God Bye-bye. wants us shame, guilt. and healthy. Lois, give your website one more time for me. What? Your website. website. Give your website. 
Lois Hollis, L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S.com. Like Lois in Superman, that's me. I'm Supergirl. <laughs> Supergirl. You Lois are. You Hollis are Supergirl on Freedom Friday. So thank you, Lois. You have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Celebrate, celebrate, and we will talk to you next month, my dear. Love you all. Adios. Bye. Adios. Adios. So, Lois Hollis, shame guilt. Yeah, don't do it, people. Do not do it. All right, it's 12.15. We're going to keep it tight today. Just want to thank all of the live listeners over on the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Big B's running a great operation over there. And everyone who's listening on demand, thank you, thank you. Please share this show in this platform. The guests are unbelievable. The content is amazing. And it will literally change your life. And there are so many episodes. There are 469 of these live segments, 198 partners. Five guests, seven-minute segments, three days a week. So check it out, everything, homeresourceplatform.com. Go to the Take Action tab, Take Action tab. Everything is listed underneath there. And if you want to listen to the episodes of this this live segment, Purpose Driven Partners segment, and go check it out. You can start with the all-star group, and then you can just scroll, keep scrolling, and you'll see all kinds of different topics and categories and guests. And I made it very easy. You can listen directly on our website. And you'll see a big graphic. You'll see their pretty faces. And you'll see all the topics. And then if you go on in the little show notes right underneath the graphic, you will see. You will see the name of the guest. You will see the name of their company. Click on their company. It's blue. You know, the blue link goes right to their website so you can learn more. Give them contact. Give them a call. Send them a message. Tell them you heard them on the show. They'll give you a little VIP treatment. Promise, promise, promise. There are tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of free content. So go use it to your advantage. Please share this show and this platform with your friends and family so everybody can make their lives better, better. And then if you want to subscribe, and if you want to follow us and join our community on social media, or if you want to join the newsletter, everything's on the homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the big graphic for links. All the graphics there are for the podcast. So you can subscribe. And of course, the newsletter, if you want to subscribe to that, we'll get around the censorship. It's on the lower right-hand corner of every website page. And the most recent episode scrolls across the screen and on your phone. Yeah. And there's a player, a podcast player right on the homepage in case you want to listen to the show directly there. So go check it out. Share with your friends and your family. All right. Let's bring on our next guest. My next guest is... A new partner. This guy's great. His name is Josh Tapp. He's the host of the Apple iTunes Top 50 Marketing and Entrepreneurship Podcast, The Lucky Titan. And he has helped over 500 entrepreneurs to monetize their personal brands, closing five to six figure deals before they even have their first listener. That's awesome. All through his proprietary Pantheon Method audience. Big round of applause for our new partner. What is up, everybody? What's up, Michelle? So excited to be here. Well, wonderful. I am uh, I'm welcoming you to our patriotic, purpose-driven resource platform, Josh. Thank you for reaching out. I am, uh, I'm glad that you're here, and I, I, I love the show. Yeah, I love your show, and oh, I appreciate what you're that. doing is unbelievable. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you yeah, and what, 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 you're, what you've been doing and, and what you're all about. Yeah, I appreciate that, Michelle. Honestly, really where we're at and what we focus on is what this weekend is all about, right? The freedom of speech and being willing to share really amazing content. And Michelle shows an excellent example of this with this show, being able to 
talk about what really needs to be talked about, getting to those really, I would say, difficult issues to talk about in today's world because we're worried about getting blocked on social media or, you know, getting bombarded with this hate emails or messages or what have you. But the, the industry that we're in is helping people to claim their voice to actually become thought leaders in their space. And we do that through podcasting. And for those of you who are listening to this, like Michelle, I mean, you just, you obviously, uh, Michelle, have, have shown that this is such a great way to, to actually weed through that crappy content that's on the internet and provide real true value to people. Well, thank you for saying that. And, and you know, what I, what I have observed and everyone, you know, most people have at this point, you know, you mentioned the, the junk that's on the internet and the junk that's on mainstream there, uh, the truth and all of the information that is on these alternative resources, these alternative platforms, is just mind-blowing how opposite it is than the junk that's out there. Right. So I'm always encouraging people to just turn it off. If you, once, you, if, once you hear the truth, you know, the, the light bulb goes on, and it, makes, it literally changes your life. It doesn't matter what category. It's, it's, it's all of the above. So just a quick plug for I anybody who agree. wants to – Anybody who wants to look for some of these more patriotic resources that are telling you the truth, if you go to our website, go to the Take Action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click Patriotic Media, the truth, and I listed them all there. So that way you can find all the information that really matters. So anyway, quick plug for that. So um, tell us about podcasting and monetization, because most people, when they have a platform, they're thinking, you know, this is a lot of time. I'm not making any money, but I've got great content right. and great, a great message. So how do you, what, what, why are you so unique and different and successful compared to other people that are just talking, making noise? <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that. Honestly, Michelle, what's so interesting is that um, Entrepreneur actually just released this um, article not too long ago, and they did a study about, I think it was two or 3,000 people that they studied, and basically it came down to customers will not buy or be influenced until they have consumed over seven hours worth of your content on the internet. And oh, wow. the, the problem that most people have is, I mean, people like you and me, Michelle, right? We're saying, holy cow, creating seven hours of content is a lot of content. But this is why I love podcasting is it allows you that opportunity to work with people, interview people like we're doing right here. And you can tap into the content that they already have, and then you can commentate on it. That's why I absolutely love podcasting. But the problem that we're seeing in this space, and so we've worked with over 22,000 podcasters, I think, in our community at this point, and every single person comes to me, the first question they ask is, okay, well, how do I make money with this? Because I do want to share what I have. I do want to make a change. I do want to add some real, true, valuable content to the internet. Paid, I can't do it. I can't quit my full-time job or, or take tasks away from uh, other tasks, time away from tasks from my, other, from my company. And what we find is that most people um, are trying to figure out how to get sponsors. They want people to sponsor them. And I am 100% against sponsorship until late game. Most people are coming into it thinking that it's an early game strategy, but, but re in reality, sponsorship and getting people to actually sponsor your show shouldn't really be happening until you're getting tens of thousands of listeners, if not hundreds of thousands of listeners to your show. And so we really focus on helping people say, how can you sell a high-ticket product or service to a unique niche group of people and bring on guests who are your ideal client and who, who have audiences of your ideal client who will help you sell your high ticket products and services. And that's just the premise of the Pantheon method as a whole. That's a great strategy. And, uh, and I think that I will help a lot that. of people. 
because if they are, you know, they're constantly trying to ask people to be their sponsors and get money, but they can't show right. <laughs> that they have an audience to sell things to. Um, it's very difficult. Exactly. And then you end up wasting a bunch of time. And we don't want to do that. We're not here to reinvent the wheel on this platform. We just want to make it move faster. Exactly. Well, and, and being on the freedom topic, I mean, if you really want to make a difference, you need eyeballs, you need ears, you need people paying attention to you because there's over, I think we've almost passed a trillion hours worth of content on the internet now, um, worth of audio and video content. And that is daunting, right? How much garbage is in that trillion hours worth of content. But literally there's billions and billions of hours of amazing content, but you could be the person who comes out with something that really strikes a small group of people who could make you very wealthy, you could make them very wealthy or very, you know, if we talk about like Lois in this, you know, the last speaker here, you know, she's helping people um, change their lives from the inside out. That's, uh, that's an amazing thing. And she should have a big platform that she can share with and, you know, get her message out to the millions, but she should also be making a living from it. And I think sometimes people have this holier than now concept with it, where it really is, you should be paid for the value you put into the market. That's my true belief. Exactly. It's like when people write a book, they think they're going to make millions of dollars off of it. And usually, you know, you're lucky yeah. if, you, if you make a couple hundred bucks, <laughs> unless, right. you know, you, you get some big signing bonus like uh, Hunter Biden, but that's, you know, that's hush money. That's payoff. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little different <laughs> how, they, how, how they hand out uh, signing bonuses and, and book bonuses nowadays. But anyway, yeah. it's similar. <laughs> so plug your show, agree. give us the website and anything else you want to promote real quick. Hey, I appreciate that opportunity. So if you're looking to start up a show and you've got a really strong platform or you already have some sort of sales, we do have a program where we actually walk you through and we take your podcast and for each episode, we actually turn it into over 40 pieces of content. We blast it across the internet. We make you very strong as a person um, with the, as far as thought leadership goes. Um, and our entire business is really built around that. So you can go over to podcastmultiplier.com. That's the best place to find us. But uh, for your audience here, Michelle, I am just going to let you know that you can reach out to me directly if you want to go to josh at theluckytitan.com, which is our podcast. Um, if you reach out to me directly, I will personally respond to you. As, as Michelle said, we're here to give you special treatment because she has such amazing listeners and I want to give one final plug, which is go subscribe to Michelle Swink's podcast here. This is an amazing show. It's a great place to really get the great meaty content. I would say unadulterated content. So go check it out. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that, Josh, especially coming from a pro like yourself. So you, you're welcome <laughs> to come back. Of course you can. Make sure you book for next month. <laughs> And I'm going to add yeah, your fun. show to our must-listen-to page, so that way people can easily find you. And that's, of course, take action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, and you will see the must-listen-to, and that has podcasts, live streams, talk radio shows, and TV shows that are online that you need to be watching and listening to, you know, the messages that matter from the people that you need to know about. And Josh Tapp is one of those, the lucky titan. So thank you, Josh. Have an awesome Fourth of July weekend. You're a great new addition to our platform. So thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you next month. You have a great one. Take care, Michelle. You too. Ah, what a smart guy. And it's a great show. So definitely go check that out. And I'm going to be adding that to our must listen to page. And since it's the 4th of July weekend, I think we need a little song before we bring on our next guest, especially since he is talking about America being unhinged. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again. But 
Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA My next guest is Dr. John Diamond. He's the Director of News and Journalism for the Content 2021 Film Festival. And he's also the host of America Unhinged, which will be premiering this month on the new Brighteon TV platform. You know, Mike Adams, the health ranger, one of our partners. Audience, big round of applause for this great patriot. <laughs> Dr. John, how are you? And Welcome. Hey, I am wonderful. I'm actually on the set of Alan Keyes' program as we speak. So we're we're in here on a commercial break, and and, uh, I'm fitting you in, and you're fitting me in, and I appreciate being on your show. How exciting. We've got like a a roving reporter live on the the scene giving giving us the updates. So tell us what's going on with you. You've got this new show. You're on this new platform. How exciting. We love Mike, Mike Adams, the health ranger. So fill us in. What's going on? Yeah, well, uh, uh, Mike Adams, of course, one, the health ranger, he, he's one of the first uh, de-platform people out there. I think he was de-platform before uh, Alex Jones was either. So he, he's put a tremendous amount of resources into servers and, and to uh, create this streaming platform that we hope is going to rival, you know, CNN and, and Fox and a lot of these other things. Um, one of the things he didn't have was the engine to drive it. So uh, he and Alan Keyes and their team all kind of came together and met and since Alan Keyes already had the studio, they had the platform, they came together and formed this partnership that is going to be called Brighteon TV. And it is going to be live. It's going to be live streamed. We've pulled in so many um, just just wonderful, wonderful people to fill all of these time slots. I know I've talked to you um, about possibly taking one of those. And we are just looking to lift up the arms of anybody doing alternative news and journalism because this corporate-owned uh, nonsense that we have. These talking heads are basically talking us into a grave, and we need we need to rise up. We and I'd love to get your uh, last guest on my show because that's what we're trying to do with the Content 2021 Film Festival, uh, the news and journalism portion. We're trying to create not only podcasters but citizen journalists, people that'll be all over the nation with their cell phones and their microphones. We can create almost like an AP database that we all feed into. The, the patriots of this country need to take it back over, and especially in the area of news and journalism. I think that's amazing. I love that the leaders in this this segment are coming together. Usually, you know, traditionally the conservatives, the Republicans, they don't usually work together. They, everyone's got their own MO, but it's changed, and everybody's seeing the value of collaboration and really bringing unity to all of these like-minded people, because there's so many of us. I mean, you know, there's, I, I think there's at least 100 million, and I think it grows every day based on how much of a dumpster fire of what's been created by this current administration. 
and uh, everything else that's going on, especially media and all the, I call them the 13 bigs that have taken over every aspect of our lives and uh, literally trying to fundamentally change. Doesn't that sound familiar? Fundamentally change everything about this country and uh, drive it into the ground. That's exactly right. And I just got an email uh, from an article that said a poll was taken and out of 28 countries in the world, um, America ranks last in the trustworthiness of the news media. And I, and I think it's probably even worse, but the great thing about America is we still have free speech. We have a lot of great people like you and me and Alan Keyes and Mike Adams. We got a lot of people who are investing a lot of time and energy and resources into these alternate platforms. So we, we are keeping a lot of people from being deceived. Um, some countries do not have that. Trust me, I was in the military and I've been all around the world and They've got the state media, and that's all they get, and that's all they hear. Fortunately, we still at this point have the freedom of speech, you know, the, the freedom of press, and we really need to be using that to pull us back out of this tyranny. Well, thank you for your service. I, uh, I'm, we're big proponents of veterans and supporters of veterans, so thank you, Dr. John. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I spent eight years in uh, the United States Air Force. I actually fought during the Cold War, so that's how I know so much about communism because that's who I was trained to fight against and to recognize. And, and, I, and, I, and I just said this morning on the show, I said one of the things that the communists have always done is come and take it over the state-run media. Well, the, exa- the lesson they learned in Eastern Europe was you have to not only take over the state-run media, you have to actually be the controlled opposition or other voices will rise up. And that's what you have in America with, like, Fox News. They tell conservative patriots what they want to hear, but they offer no solutions for it and will actually attack good men like Ron Paul or Alan Keyes when they try to run for president because they know that they're true Christian patriots that would actually put this country back on track. So it's going to take us, it's going to take you and me and and the teams that we're working with, um, with this content 2021 film festival and the news and journalism summit to come together. Um, General Flynn said, uh, spoke to us at the Tulsa event and he's at the media. And he said, you guys better find a way to work together. You are the most important people in this country. And I believe that to be true from an informational standpoint. And the good thing is, is we're actually doing that. We had our first meeting earlier this week, and we're going to be expanding all that because we want to bring all these resources together. So everybody knows where to go to get the truth, because now more than ever, it is so important because the propaganda, you know, the political propaganda pandemic that we've been living through is uh, the lies are even they're, they're coming at us you know like a million miles a minute backed by trillions of dollars and it, at this point now it's 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 killing people and we we can't have that we we definitely can't have that so do you want to um tell us when your show's going to be on do you have any of that information you want to you want to plug something about the show real quick um let's uh hold off i want to talk to you um, um later on tonight or th- tomorrow about having you on my show and we could expand on that in, in much more greater detail once we get the the final launch dates and anything but um yeah no i appreciate what you're doing uh, go to content 2021 film festival go up to programs that says news and journalism conference um we're hoping to have general flynn alan keys uh josh phillips from the epoch times quite a few of the big heavy hitters there um, to speak of the importance of alternative news and journalism, and then we want to have a collaboration of people like you and me and all in, the, in your last guest that we could all come together and form this new media network. I think that's amazing, and I would love to come on the show. I'm going to do an email intro for you and Josh, so that way you guys can start talking. And then um, the event that's coming up, I'm going to have you back on closer, too, so that we can 
promote it and we can uh, get some people involved in it, right? But if, do you want to just give that website real quick so people can uh, uh, find out more about the actual event that's coming up in September? Yeah, that's the Content 2021 Film Festival. I know Josh Phillips quite well. He was actually at our last event. He calls me often on the phone and we talk. He's already got an invite in. His producer's looking into bringing him as a keynote speaker. So we've got that covered. Oh, good, good. All right, so we're, we're all on the same page. So, yeah, we'll, um, make sure you book for next month, and then I'll have you come on the soapbox. We'll do a longer-form a longer segment so that way we can get all this information out to everybody and start recruiting the peeps and start recruiting the citizen journalists. I love that idea. I think that's brilliant. That's awesome, Michelle. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm going to get back in the studio. Uh, God bless you and your listeners, and uh, let's talk soon. All right. Sounds like a plan. You have an awesome 4th of July weekend, my freedom fighting friend. Thank you so much for coming on and being a new partner on our patriotic purpose driven resource platform. Have a great weekend. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Oh, on location. How exciting is that? Now, before I bring my next guest, uh, I'm, I'm a minute or two over. I need to play. I need to play you. I need to play you because it's important. Importante. A speech from Ronald Reagan, because it is Independence Day weekend. It is the 4th of July. Happy birthday, USA. So listen to this. It's like three and a half minutes, but it's important. It's important you guys listen. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land... We unleash the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow who left his job in a small-town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle 
depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. That is Ronald Reagan, uh, boy, and you could hear his voice crack as he, he said the word sacrifice. And, boy, if that doesn't make you proud to be an American, you know, bring a tear to your eye or a lump in your throat, then I don't know that you belong in this country. We're a great country, and I'm telling you, we want to start Memorial Day weekend with the great Gipper. Yeah, I did take that from my Memorial Day show, but it uh, me, gets me a little emotional when I, when I hear that speech. All right, let me bring in my next guest. Our next guest is A.C. Caswell. He's a former NFL athlete and the president of Million Dollar Mingle Celebrity Charity Fundraiser. This fourth annual event is October 22nd through the 24th right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Audience, big round of applause for A.C. Caswell. <laughs> A.C., how are you? I'm doing great, doing great. Thank you so much. Awesome show. Appreciate you tremendously and uh, excited to finally be on. Yeah, it's taken a while to get you on. You and I have known each other since <laughs> like 2006. I've been telling you, yeah, get on the show. Yeah. And just, well, you got well, a lot, you got a lot in, your, in the hopper. Have to go through, you had to go through your people for a while just to get, get, you know, get booked. So I'm excited, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we run a big operation over here. You know, you got to get, get the, through the, you know, the layers of staff. <laughs> before you tell us about the event just give us a little bit of background mm-hmm. about you and then uh tell us what this awesome event is in sure, uh, october sure. that's coming up yeah absolutely like i said first of all appreciate your show appreciate your time and uh a little bit about me you know like you said i am a starting from the top i am a you know former uh Oakland Raider, now Las Vegas Raider, um, athlete, professional athlete. Um, always kind of use sports as my background and platform to, you know, be able to do some amazing things as that vehicle kind of came to. So uh, that is me, but also more importantly, I'm a philanthropist. You know, I love my community. Um, I'm a charity type of guy and have a vision for uh, networking and uh, with good people. So becoming an entrepreneur as well as a professional athlete you know, that's kind of was my calling, but it did take sports and, you know, going through some of my upbringing in Los Angeles through uh, high school and, and junior college uh, here in Arizona, Glendale Community College. And, uh, yeah, from that opportunity from Glendale, just had a chance to uh, turn pro in second field and that opened some doors for football. And, and here we are, you know. I love that you are so involved with the community and giving back to it. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of athletes do that. And it's very admirable because you guys are, you know, kids look up to you, people look up to you and it's, it's important that you give back and get involved because it, it says a lot about your character. So tell us about the event. 
this is an awesome Yeah, event. so, you know, like you said, you know, by becoming an entrepreneur and, and a philanthropist, you know, really allowed me to kind of step up my game and surround myself around good people and said, hey, guys, can we go out here and raise some great money for local charities? Uh and by doing that, we figured, hey, why not do a high-profile luxury event? And we end up coming up with the theme name uh, Million Dollar Mingle Celebrity Fundraiser. And it's been amazing since 2006. Uh, we've been doing some awesome, awesome high-profile charity events from celebrity charity golf tournaments to Million Dollar Mingle Mansion parties. We've invested now into the Bentley Scottsdale Polo Tournament. So we just kind of took that brand and just really started creating some amazing vehicles under that brand to uh, solicit the type of clientele that we're looking for to raise money. So we do have the Million Dollar Mingle. Here we go once again coming up annually uh, in October. So we're excited about that. And that's October 22nd through the 24th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And right now people can actually get tickets for the polo match. Talk about that because that's something that's only been here for a couple of years, but it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I tell you, I, I've been supporting the the owner of the polo for about maybe eight years now, bringing, you know, myself and other professional athletes. And, and obviously because of business matters, we deal with a lot of the brand sponsors out there on a daily on a daily anyway. But we started getting involved with polo, and I love horses anyway, so I thought, hey, this would be great. But really understanding how large the polo tournament is, just like the Waste Management Open, you know, thousands of people come out who's, unfortunately not really there to watch horses they're there to network and and have a great time and you know raise money and laugh so i said hey that's where we need to be at so we invested into the bentley scottsdale polo tournament where now we have our own million dollar mingle vip private lounge area it is a private invite only so you do have to kind of go through our system to get there but uh it's such a great great outdoor event um and we're, we're just excited to rock and roll this October uh, 22nd through the 24th, and it's, and we kind of made it more as an experience. So when you come down and get involved, people from all over the world, they're going to be here supporting us. They can do the polo lounge. They can do our golf tournament, our comedy show. You know, we have VIP luxury parties. So really it's a whole experience raising money for charity. What a great weekend. You know, there's obviously there's a, the upside is the charity. But talk about uh, connecting with people and networking and socializing and having a great time and all these different oh. types of events. It's, it's brilliant. It really is well, an experience. Not, not only that, we get a chance to host you, which you always come out anyway and walk the red carpet. So we, we do have pictures of that. So you can never deny that. So, uh, you know, we know we feature you every year and coming out. So that's always exciting to have you support us, but uh, no, we're excited and we encourage everyone uh, because we, it does sell out. You know, we just went live yesterday. Uh, people are just buying tables like crazy and tickets and what have you. So we would encourage anyone that want to come out and experience an amazing time, you know, raising money for charity, but also meeting some of your favorite stars and athletes and dignitaries and corporate guys and, you know, women and having a good time networking. Uh, you don't want to miss something like this. It, it, it caters to, to, to a lot of great people. So. You know, we thank you for giving us the platform to even, you know, talk about our calls because we are such a private invite event. We don't do a lot of advertising. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it, is a, it is, like I said, it's my, it's my duty to get the information out there for people <laughs> and, and to get involved. And we're going to add this event to our live events page on the Take Action tab sure. so that way you can sure. check it out and get, get more information and, and even get tickets as, they're, as they are uh, yeah. releasing yeah. the different packages. You want to get your website real yeah. quick so at least they can, they can yeah, learn absolutely. about it? If, 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 yeah, all those who are listening would like to participate. And this is a local, national, global event. So, you know, don't think that you can't join us if you're out of state or in a different country because we do attract that. 
But everyone can go to uh, mdmexperience.com, milliondollarmingoexperience.com. So if they just go to mdmexperience.com, it gives you all of our information. They can register for golf, buy tickets. And then also we're going to do a ticket giveaway. So I'll talk to you about that off the air. You know, we want to bless you guys, your listeners, with some ticket giveaways. These are very high-profile private tickets, but we're going to give you a nice package to give away to some of your callers and some of your listeners, and and hopefully we'll see those guys out there. That would be awesome. Thank you, AC. I love it. I absolutely love it. We're going to have you back on quite a few times before the event so we can get more people to know about it and and make it something really huge and amazing, raise some great funds for some charities, and and people can go have a good time, too. There's nothing wrong with with doing both. Absolutely. That's our our slogan. Why not have a good time raising money? So, hey, come on out. Yeah, and it's really the polo version. I've I've been to the polo uh, event before, and it's just, it's a blast. It really is. It gets you you ready for the the Phoenix Open when you're like, oh, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm ready now. But no, exactly. (laughs) I wish I could play, but I can't, though. I love watching it. It's important. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you for putting all of this together. And uh, like I said, being so involved with the community and I'm, and I'm sure these charities are very grateful for that. So thank you, AC. And we will chat. We were going to, we'll do some great promotions with this and I will have you back on very soon. So thank you, my friend. And I will talk to you later today. Awesome. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Ah, good man. Very good man. Big heart and a good business fan and, a, and an excellent football player. So uh, it is 1248. I just want to give a plug real quick before I bring my next guest. Don't forget about our marketplace. I mentioned in the beginning of the show where people on our audience, our live studio audience, had gotten their patriotic gear. Well, that's not the only thing that's on this website. You can get any kind of paraphernalia. And if you want a sporting team, so if you want to get a shirt from AC's team, or if you want to get it from Anthony Trucks, who's coming up next, he's another former, and it's like NFL day. He's another former NFL athlete. You can go to the website, and 4% of your total purchase is donated to uh, not just for the, the sporting stuff, uh, up to our nonprofit partners helping vets, pets, kids, and freedom. So the whole concept is philanthropy-powered community. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Oh, my goodness. It's Friday, Friday. Anyway, the R Marketplace has all different products and services from at least 57 well-known websites and brands. And anytime that you buy something directly through our website, Two to 20% of the entire purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners servicing the veterans, the animals, the children, and groups that are supporting the freedom movement. So go check it out. You go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the Take Action tab. Uh, No, sorry. Click the Marketplace tab, big Marketplace tab, and then head over there. You never pay more than if you went to the websites directly. You usually get a discount, and you're helping the community at the same time. Don't forget, MyPillow is one of our big sponsors. MyPillow, you can go to directly MyPillow.com or through our website. Just use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. They run specials and deals all the time. You get up to 66% off any of their products. They sell more than just pillows. You know, I got the Giza sheets. They're so comfortable. And um, they also donate 20% to our nonprofit partners. So let's all join together, make a difference get some products that you aren't normally going to buy anyway. Money goes to nonprofits. All right, let me bring on my next guest. I'm so excited for him. My next guest is Anthony Trucks. He's a former foster kid. Then, boom, NFL athlete. We love these NFL athletes. And, of course, TV shows and beyond. He's an example of what resilience and navigating hard shifts in life can create. I'm telling you, these athletes really have it going on. They're the ones that usually win. 
football athletes are the ones that usually win Dancing with the Stars, too. So there's something about this football. He's the founder of The Shift Method, a step-by-step process to help ambitious individuals access their next level through an identity shift to make shift happen. Audience, big round of applause for a new partner. Anthony, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing I'm great today. I'm telling you, there's something with the NFL athletes where you guys are just, really? <laughs> you're superior. I mean, you, you're, you <laughs> are very involved with the community. You, uh, yeah. you, know, you are doing so much stuff to change people's lives on the business side. Um, and you guys always win Dancing with the Stars. So there's something in that I gene. wish I could dance. I know there's something special. Maybe it's the hips. We we learned to use our hips. I have no idea. <laughs> I I think it I think it might be. But, but uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself and the shift method. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I grew up in a lot of craziness, uh, and I navigated a lot of different shifts in life. We'll call it, and, and somehow in a turn of into we'll call it in life, I, I landed on a process that I now teach people at corporations and moms and dads and a lot of at risk youth how to be able to to get to the next level of what they want in life by navigating through the shifts of life that are usually reactive to identity. So it turned into something called the shift method, and now I, I'm blessed to be able to come and do things like this, talk to cool people like yourself and, and share the things that I've learned through, uh, honestly, things I didn't want to experience, but also through things that I've learned on purpose. So since you are so successful with this particular method that you've created, and we are now in the second half of the year where it's time to really mm-hmm. – you know, put up or shut up, everybody. <laughs> Time is fleeting. Yeah. Let's give them some tips on what they can do this weekend. You've got three days to implement three. some of this information to literally Tuesday yeah. morning. Everything changes. Yep. There's a couple of things. Uh, let's, I'll call them three little things. So the methods comprise of like three different steps. And really, at the end of the day, they're, they're fairly simple, uh, but also hard because that's how life is, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. first step is always to see. And so for me, I, I find a lot of people want to go and do things and work on things. But if you don't know what you're supposed to work on, you end up at the point of being burned out and broke and broken inside because you've done all this work and haven't gotten an enjoyable outcome. So the first thing is sometimes you have to enlist friends, family, um, colleagues to drop the ego and say, hey, man, what can I work on? Do I need to spend more time in communication? Do I need to be more forgiving? Do I need to be a better mom, better dad, better cousin, better brother? And when you can get some clarity, well, now you can actually do the work. And then the second part's the work. And sometimes the work just begins by accepting, like, hey, I need to work on this. And that work can turn to anything for anybody. But a lot of times it's just like, hey, I'm going to step into a space and try something to improve an area that I've now given myself permission to improve. And the last step, which is the one that's the hardest because we're humans, it's, uh, it's consistency. It's, it's the same. Can you desire every day to find a way to lean towards something and consistently stay in the pockets even though it creates pain? So for me, uh, I, I try to tell people, like, it's great that you're excited this weekend, but can you do this every weekend? Can you find a reason or a way to stay the course when it gets difficult? Because if you can do that, it gets more beautiful at the backside. Yeah, you can't, you can't stress enough the consistency part. Because last month we encouraged mm-hmm. everyone to get up an hour early every day to yeah. give some more time for yourself and then, you know, to, to, to implement extra steps. And I fell off the wagon literally like four days in. Yeah. So, you know, everybody does, you know, the same thing, but really the, the winners, the ones that can take it to the next level really are consistent with all of their actions and their efforts. So um, yeah. as far as their first thing that they should do, 
you know, we're big believers in pen and paper here because once you write something down, yeah. it literally changes how your yeah. brain accepts it and sees it. So what do you want them Very to true. do? Say tomorrow morning they're going to start this. What do, you, what do you want them to do with that pen and paper? Yeah, here's the first thing I would do. Pen and paper, I would write down what you want to have happen in the next 30 days. And the reason why I only say 30 and not 90 and not 120 and not this year is because you just need to get your brain to attach to a small wind to realize that this thing works. Because once your brain gets kind of like that dopamine dump of like, oh, like I actually got this done, then some way in a roundabout way it goes, well, maybe if I got that, I can do the next thing and the next thing. So if I was to give you a specific, let's say like what you can do tomorrow, I would simply just say go outside and take a walk. Like just get up, change your environment. The reason why I say that is to change the environment, in fact, changes like the physiology a little bit and it gives you a little bit more of an expressive feel. It's going to be a good 4th of July. There's probably going to be a lot of happy people outside. Like just go do that. Live in a great country with great people. Go see those people. Uh, that would be a thing. And then just give yourself the ability to do that every day. And I promise in doing so, your brain, here's the cool thing, your brain will start attaching to different new thoughts and ideas. And in doing so, something will spark an interest that you may not even consider. And all of a sudden, you go down this pathway of something that, that kind of piques your inspiration to go do something new. So simple thing, go outside for a walk for 20 minutes, say hi to one person, and see where that takes you. If you do that every day for the next 30 days, I promise you, you'll look at your life and go, wow, that 30 days is a pivotal piece of a big change for me. Yeah, you're actually improving your health at the same time. You're going to go, oh, yeah. this is what exercise is all about. I forgot. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot how to do this. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, yeah. It, sets that, it sets everything in motion. Um, yeah. And then once they do that, right, let's give them one more tip. Yeah, that's it. What you want to do is you want to celebrate it. There's a reason why a celebration is the one thing. And people are like, what do you mean celebrate it? Call your friends. Like, hey, I got this done. And if your friend says, oh, that's small, they'll go, okay, call new friends. And because celebration is an interesting thing where I think we, we are always presently aware of where we're not. We don't take time to realize how far we've come. And, mm-hmm. and when you can do that for just a split second and say, man, I actually got this accomplished, you get to measure the moments of joy along the way and not only have a space where there's a lack of it for not being where your destination desires to be. And so celebration, just look up and go back at that done and then do it again. And so a simple thing is like when you go outside, maybe like when you go in your house, this is something that we, if you think about apps, how they're gamified, when you check a box and like this little thing spins on the screen, well, if you could do that in your house, just write like 30 days and then you walk one day, put an X and your brain will go, oh, I like that, a little mini reward. I got this, this one of these days is done and you do it again and again. And after a while, you start doing the exercise and emotion just so you can check the boxes even outside of the rest of it. But in the, the byproducts of doing that, it feels great. So go take the walk. And the second thing is just mark that you got it done. Celebrate that small milestone. Simple but brilliant. Simple but brilliant. And I think this is a great way for people to get started in this new chapter of yeah. their lives. Anthony, give your mm-hmm. website for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want somebody to talk about, I have a book that takes care of all the stuff I talk about here and a lot more. It's called IdentityShiftBook.com. And if they go there, uh, I'm actually giving away the first 10 people, 10 signed copies of my book. Uh, and for everybody oh. that goes there, if you go through the process, you'll be able to, to get the free audio book. You have to buy a book when you come back, get a free audio book, a workbook, as well as a digital book. Uh, it allows you to kind of take the things that I'm saying here now and really dig into them. And a simple way to, I quite literally, I've seen people change their entire lives, lose hundreds of pounds, make more money in their businesses, fix their marriages. It's, uh, it's awesome to see that some of it. But IdentityShiftBook.com. And the code for you is E as an elephant, H-L. E-H-L. Ah, Identity Shift. Give the website one more time. Identity Shift. IdentityShiftBook.com. 
Oh, that's simple. All right, I'm going to make sure that we have that on the website. I'm going to help promote that for you. Thank you so much for doing that for the audience. And the promo code is EHL. What a good guy. I tell you, I love these NFL guys. They got something going on, peeps. Yeah. So thank yeah, you we so much, Anthony. Say that again. So we were given to, so we give back. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what it's all about, full circle. It's amazing. Once you freely... Freely give, freely receive. That's what it's all about. So thank you, Anthony, for coming on. Look forward to talking to you next month. You are an incredible addition to our patriotic purpose-driven resource platform. You have an awesome weekend, awesome 4th of July, and keep up the amazing work that you're doing. Change lives. Thank you. Oh, yeah. All right, 1259, 1259. Really quick, really quick. Something big is happening. Something big. All right, events, live events tomorrow, June or July. It's July 3rd. And guess who's doing a rally? President Donald Trump. He's doing a rally in Sarasota, Florida. And the link to go watch it is on our live events page, and it's also on our virtual events page. I don't have the time, so you got to go check that out. But it is sometime tomorrow. Go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the Take Action tab, and you will see the live events and virtual events, and check out the other events that are listed on there. We're adding them all, new ones all the time. So, yeah, definitely watch our president do his rally. They're amazing. I miss that. Miss him. Oh, I have a feeling he's coming back real soon. All right, before we start the patriotic soapbox, we just uh, we need to do our little business segment, even though we've got some great information from Anthony Trucks. Powerful stuff. Simple, but powerful. Let's get down, let's get down to business. All right, it is July. The second half of the year is here. So what you're going to do this weekend, you can listen to any of our segments. You know, there's 198 partners on this platform. There's 469 segments to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Well, what are you going to do? Well, we just discussed it. You're going to take out the pen and paper. You're going to write down. You're going to write down the things that you want to work on. You're going to focus on the 30 days because you want to be realistic. And you want to write down what you want to change, how you're going to structure your day, right? And then we're going to be consistent. And then, of course, what your goals are. And you're going to pick out which segments you want to listen to, what you want to focus on. Because it's time to make change. time to take everything to the next level. i listen to Anthony's segment over again. I encourage you to do that because he gave you some great tips. So do that. That is your business inspiration because Tuesday, when we come back on this platform, there's going to be a lot of different things going on. There's going to be new, there's new segments and we're going to do some, uh, we're doing, we're doing a little restructuring. We're going to jazz it up. We're going to jazz it up and it's going to be taken to the next level, including all kinds of live streams and channel on Clout Hub and a couple other broadcast networks that are going to be on. But anyway, I'll save that for next week. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about our promos for a purpose, purpose-driven business program so that way you as a small business owner can actually have a brand an image and do something to help out the community by partnering with nonprofit organizations it's an everything done for you purpose-driven resource platform program take a listen and then we're going to bring on marissa because it's time to talk some arizona civic action made easy did you know 
63% of consumers prefer to buy from purpose-driven brands and businesses that reflect their own values, beliefs, and support charitable causes. Promos for a Purpose provides business owners with ways to support worthy causes and promote their brands at the same time with its comprehensive done-for-you marketing and media program. Visit www.promosforapurpose.com for more information. Promos for a Purpose helps you stand out from your competition and stay top of mind by promoting your purpose made easy. It's our everything done for you purpose-driven business partnership and marketing experience which provides small business owners, entrepreneurs, service providers, and corporations with ways to support charitable causes and promote their brands at the same time. Promos for a Purpose gives your brand something to believe in and makes it easier than ever to join this new purpose-driven model and movement which is transforming how businesses operate operate, market, and serve customers, clients, and the community. Just click the Promos for a Purpose tab on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, to get all the information. We'd love for you to become a part of our community as a purpose-driven business so we can help you grow and share why you are the best at what you do. It's time your story is heard. Now, Michelle, Patriotic Soapbox. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Joining me in Sitting Shotgun are two special guests, and first up is Marissa Hamilton. She's an entrepreneur, community-driven thought leader, and the co-founder of the EasyAZ.org project. They are focused on education to make civic action easy as pie and accessible for all Americans. It's time to take action, everybody. You know, we the people. No more excuses. She's made it so easy. Audience, big round of applause for a patriotic action taker. Marissa, thank you so much for joining us today. It's kind of a pivotal week here in Arizona. Yes, absolutely. Um, we it, it has been a contentious legislative session, um, but I am happy to say that we got a lot a lot of important things done. Yeah, and I once once you had agreed to come on, kind of at short notice, and I really appreciate that. Um, I reached out to Arizona Representative Joseph Chaplick, and I was like, all right, well, we're going to get it from the other side. So we're going to get it from you on the community side, and then we're going to get what, what's going on and what happened down at the Capitol because, uh, you know, it's important. You know, as, as I mentioned b- before when you were on, you know, you're reading all these posts on Telegram and, and other social media platforms, and the sine die it was so confusing that you're like, I'm not, I don't know what's going on, and, and one thing conflicts the other. And that's why I encourage people to go to easyaz.org and follow Marissa on Telegram because she explains it very well and clear, and you know the information's accurate. So do you want to talk about what's going on first? or Let's do this. Tell them a little bit about what you've created and why it's so successful. Sure. Sure. And I want to preface this with I have not updated um, what the final outcomes of the budget were on EZAZ. Um, because it is uh, a very extensive budget, and I want to make sure we get it right, uh, but expect it to be updated uh, by tomorrow morning, if not tonight. Uh, that's my goal, is to get it finished by then. So 
EZAZ is um, a project that we started under um, our C4 Strong Communities Action, um, where we where we wanted to make sure that it could be very easy um, for the average citizen to engage and be effective um, in, in in action. And so we try to break down um, all of the action items to be a minute or less. Um, as best as we can, we provide you the information uh, that you need to know to make it simple to understand what's going on. Sometimes government makes things, makes things overly complicated. Um, and so we try to uh, ha have you be able to understand what's happening at the Arizona legislature um, and at your, at your local city council if you're in Phoenix um, and also many school board alerts around the state um, and, and make it easy to participate and easy to understand. Um, our premise is that you as the citizen um, and the taxpayer are the boss of your government. And so if you are not there as the boss, tell your elected representatives um, how you want them to vote. Um, they are there to move forward uh, with their own whims. And uh, oftentimes we, the public, get very frustrated with what government is doing, but we don't know how to make a difference. We don't know how to be effective. And so at EZAZ, we make sure to make that uh, very, very easy. Uh, easy as pie and have fun while doing it. And for those that are listening that have sent maybe emails in the past where they've made phone calls and they didn't really see the legislature change their change their opinion or vote in the way that it needed to be voted, things are a little different now. So if that's what your experience was before, kind of erase that because they're paying attention now and things are changing because there's a lot more people stepping up to the plate and letting their voices heard. And there's, there are these websites like easyaz.org that is allowing people to do it quickly and to make sure that there is kind of a strategic way of going about it rather than just throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall. So they are paying attention, right? You can, you can testify to that, Marissa. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, one of our first goals of why we got this started was um, when I ran for Phoenix mayor, um, last election cycle, we found that there were so many um, people in the community, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, that had really no idea of what was going on. And when I, when I did some research, I found that there was um, well over 60 radical leftist pro-propaganda organizations that were uh, uh, basically um, giving, giving the voters a twist, their spin of what was happening um, at the legislature, um, and very, very anti-conservative, anti-Republican, anti-capitalism, uh, anti-liberty, anti-freedom in all of their messaging. And many times they were just blatantly lying. It wasn't even an attempt at propaganda uh, as far as trying to give it spin. It was just blatant misinformation. And so when I would go door knocking with my team to the voters' doors, they either had no idea what was going on or they had completely wrong information. Um, a big example of that was with the riots that happened in Phoenix. Many voters had no idea riots were happening and they had no idea that we had an aggressive uh, mayor and city council that were become very anti-police and were trying to defund the police. And so as soon as uh, we were able to start um, educating them on what was going on, we were able to flip that narrative very, very quickly, um, and we ended up stopping the BLM Plaza, stopping defund the police, um, stopping most of the bad elements of their aggressive anti-police committee, um, and we were able to get the police a $41 million uh, budget increase in Phoenix. It's not enough, but it's a huge 
a huge good a huge start versus what we were facing in the beginning. Um, unfortunately, they did uh, defund them from the COVID funding, um, but they made up for it in the in the final budget. Um, and we also got our police a nine percent raise. Um, so. I'll just say I'm not BLM or Antifa's biggest fan right now. <laughs> well, hopefully they haven't spray painted your house yet, so uh, that's at least that's they at least have, safe. Only probably because they don't know where you live yet. Yeah, it's just a matter well, of time. Well, my, my information, yeah. They so the interesting thing is because um, I've I've engaged them in many conversations because I have worked extensively on positive police reforms that strengthen our communities, that strengthen our policing. Um, and, and rebuild that relationship with the police and the community and have better outcomes for both police and the community. And so um, in our discussions, I'm like, you can throw all the bricks you want, but I have been more effective um, with, with no bricks um, at reforming the police. Um, I, you can combine all of your efforts together and I'm still more effective than all of you combined. So why don't you just put down the bricks? Um, and, mm-hmm. and so we've been able to pull some people away from that movement effectively with the work we're doing at EZAZ, and I think that's really important because when it comes down to it, people want to have safe neighborhoods. Uh, you know, people want to have, but they also want to have the choice to be able to go to um, whatever is the school um, or homeschool, whatever is the best benefit for their child. And so we kind of take the spin out of it um, and just bring us back to those those constitutional values that we all um, care about. And, uh, and we've been very effective at being able to uh, reach independence, reach uh, the Democrats that are actually aligned with our policies and just don't know it. There's, there's a lot because they just they don't realize how far no. that the radical left has, go, has gone and they're taking things to, to a level we've never seen before where it is completely opposite of everything that this country stands for. You know, with, with everything that's going on from the critical race theory to the transgender movement to everybody's neutral, right. that it's just, uh, and there's a bigger picture to that. And we've talked about it before, and it's part of an overall agenda to, to literally destroy this entire country. And, and they're, they're, yeah, they're absolutely. working hard. The public, yeah, the voters in general are, once they learn what critical race theory is, they are absolutely opposed to it. Um, once they, you know, vaccine, vaccine passports, overwhelming uh, opposition to that from the general public. I mean, the values that, that the conservative movement is fighting for um, really are the values of everyday America, Americans and especially our um, working class. And so um, I think it's really important to understand that there is a strong uh, there is a strong alliance that's forming among independents, among the, these uh, weak Democrats that feel that their party has left them and are supporting an American first agenda um, and conservatives, liberty Republicans, um, you know, all across the partisan spectrum that is standing up and saying, wait a minute, what about the Constitution? What about my individual liberty? What about human rights? Um, what about common sense? Where did that mm-hmm. go? And so um, we find that just by through education, um, we are able to empower people to um, change their government in a positive way. And that's the, one of the most important things that people can really get their arms around is, you know, it's not left and right. So don't just throw that out. It's not Democrat. It's not independent. It's not Republican. It's really we the people, the American people, based on the core values that you were just discussing, that are what our country was founded on. 
And uh, yeah. when people find the truth, they go, yeah, I want that. I don't want what's going on. And thankfully, there are uh, people like yourself who have spent the time and the effort and put together platforms like easyaz.org. So the, once people find out about it and they realize what you're doing, they have a place to go. They're, so they're not having to, yeah. to reinvent the wheel and they don't have to do things on their own. And then all of a sudden they find out there's this huge community that's just growing of all like-minded people just wants what's best for them, for their family and for this country. Yeah, absolutely. And we have such incredible momentum. Um, we started at the end of um, March, beginning of April. We already have about 7,000 new members. Um, wow. And then we also have, uh, we've added over almost 1,400 people to the Arizona legislature's request to speak system. That's where you uh, can thumbs up and thumbs down bills. When we started out, we were less than a third of the public comments um, at the Arizona legislature and, and the uh, thumbs up, thumbs down notifications. Um, we are now well over 50%. Oftentimes, we're now in the 70% range. Um, and even at the city of Phoenix, on all of the alerts that we put out, uh, we are over 50%. When we started, it was 90% Antifa and BLM, very negative comments uh, against our police. And um, now we're able to show that, no, our community broadly supports public safety. They support our officers. Um, they want safe neighborhoods. Um, and they want better policing. And so do our police. Our police want better policing. So it's, it's a huge testament that um, just you as just one individual can have such a powerful impact um, because we, we beat the radical left in their, in their awful agenda for our city and save public safety um, just by a few citizens coming together and, and uh, you know, thumbs upping a bill, putting in a statement, uh, staying, attending a city council meeting and, and speaking, um, going to a committee meeting at the legislature. It's incredible the impact that you can have um, as just one individual when you know how to make your voice effective and you have an organization like ours that can um, make it easy. And you had said earlier that there will there were what you found out of all these, these different groups that were spewing the propaganda and lies. There were 60 radical groups. So we're up against a powerhouse of very loud, obnoxious liars who have lots and lots of money behind yeah. them. So it is more important oh. now more than ever for everybody who's listening to participate in yeah. this process and because it doesn't take but a few minutes. Like the request to speak system, everybody needs to do that today. And that takes how long, Marissa, to do that? So with the request to speak system, it's interesting because the legislature requires you to go down to the Capitol to sign up. And so on our system, you, it takes about a minute to sign up with us. It's step one on getting started on our website. Um, we go down to the Capitol for you, sign you up, send you your username and password, give you the instructions on how to change your password, and then we have uh, education minute videos that uh, range from one and a half minutes to seven minutes on how you use the system. And, um, and our action steps take a minute or less, typically. Brilliant. See, they, they make it difficult, everybody. They make, the government makes it difficult for you to actually have your voices heard because they want you to actually physically go down there. That's the dumbest thing on the planet, right? Uh, but yet they can have all their meetings virtual and hide, but yet you, and you can't do your open forum and you can't give your opinion. So they want to make, they, they create roadblocks and challenges. So thankfully there is az, bzaz.org. So they will take care of that part for you. So you can do the thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, what do you want to share with what 
happened this week? Uh, any any good news that uh, and and anything that is still kind of a concern where people really need to participate and and make a difference here in Arizona? Yeah. So there's one thing that's very interesting uh, that's not related to the budget that I'll get into first. Um, Governor Juicy yesterday um, rescinded um, most of his executive orders from um, from COVID, and so I'm. I just learned this about 30 minutes ago. I'm looking to see what he actually has um, still open. So we are technically still under an emergency order, but he has rescinded almost all of them. And many of the protections that we got through some of his executive orders um, for freedom ended up being um, codified into our legislature. Um, And so I was happy to see that. Um, I'm concerned that we're still in a, a public emergency. Um, I'm hopeful that we don't see any more um, mandates and executive orders that end up infringing on our freedoms, Um, but we're at least headed in the right direction now, and so I'm happy to see that. Um, One thing that I was very happy to see in the bill, in the budget bill, was that we now have a prohibition of masks mandates for K through 12. We also have a prohibition of of vaccine uh, passports. Um, and we now have a prohibition of critical race theory. And so the top agenda items for many of our citizens in Arizona when it came to K through 12 education um, ended up passing and included in the budget. So that is fantastic news. And that is only because of our uh, conservative legislators, especially uh, Representative uh, Chaplick um, and Representative Jay Kaufman, they were a huge part of this um, representative, our, our, our uh, legislative leader in the House, uh, Representative Villasucci, uh, these, we had some conservative fighters in the legislature, um, but they only were effective because of our grassroots backing them up and so mm-hmm. many citizens standing up and saying, uh, no, we're the boss, you're the legislators, you're supposed to represent us, and so you cannot sign a die until you get these things through. Yeah, which is amazing. So at least that, well, those three major issues, which we're going to just Man, you know, it was going to get really ugly here as soon as the parents uh, and the kids were going to be going back to school. So at least that that battle is, is won for now. Um, so we can focus on all the rest of the things that need to be resolved. But that's a big deal because that's really child abuse beyond belief. I mean, anybody that, yeah. that is just insane enough to give their child uh, an experimental non-vaccine with everything that I listed is in it. Uh, and, and just paying a little bit of attention to all of the reports and the adverse effects and the deaths, uh, and even in the in the VAERS report, and is just uh, it's almost like unfortunately, if CPS was worth what they should be doing, you would want to just remove those children because that is literally the, the worst form of child abuse. So at least that is well, off the table. And to be clear, I mean these are really medical decisions, and it's a parental rights issue. And so um, parents should be making these decisions for their children, and they have personal doctors that know these kids that can make these decisions with the parents. Um, And and really, doctors are there to give advice. Parents are the ones that make medical decisions for their children. So the fact that we were, um, that we have a a school industry, because that's really what this is, is an education industry that wants to infringe on the most basic human rights that exist is very, very concerning. And, uh, and, and really assert the parental role um, in their children's lives. 
And we also need to be aware of the fact that um, they use uh, child protective services called uh, DCS, the Department of Child Safety, as a weapon against parental rights in Arizona um, from our uh, from our radical left. And so we saw that with Red for Ed, and uh, it's not appropriate, um, and, and it's disastrous for children. And uh, and so I'm really happy to see that our governor has finally taken a stand on this issue, um, and our legislature. Uh, made a huge impact and and standing in that strong resolve to protect children, protect parental rights, um, and protect medical freedom, um, and the role of of personal doctors. It's it bonkers to me that we would have uh, you know bureaucrats making carte blanche medical decisions for people um, and not being able to respect their medical privacy. Well, it's because it's about power and control and tyranny and has nothing to do with what, what is right or what is the law. But, you know, they've made that very clear over the past year and a half. And uh, at least, like you said, our legislatures, especially uh, uh, Representative Joseph Teplick, who's coming up next, they, they stood strong and they got this taken care of. But it's just a reminder, and you said it earlier, because the people had their backs. The grassroots people, the, the patriots stood up so they knew that they had the backing of everybody who's getting involved and, and having their voices heard and, and joining yeah. the speaker system so they could do the thumbs up and the thumbs down. And then going to the school board meetings and going to the city council meetings and that, make, that made a huge difference. So that's proof well, that this works, everybody. Well, yes. And, and the other, uh, the one thing I do want to caution the public on is um, it is not time to sit back and be like, this was put in the budget. Because as we know, there's always very, very tricky things. Um, and the NEA, which is the National Union for, um, for the school, uh, for, the, for teachers and, and schools, uh, they're called, it's basically the same, it's the parent organization to the school union in Arizona. Um, they have on their agenda item to um, have their union nationally have, have teachers not come back to school in the fall if they do not have vaccine passports, if they do not have um, mandatory regular COVID testing, and if they do not have manda- mandatory masks. So <laughs> we can sit back in Arizona and say this is done because, um, you know, since 2018, we've had regular walkouts um, and regular threats for walkouts from the far left, from the school unions. Um, They don't care about uh, how this impacts our kids, as we've seen. They have no problem locking down the schools and, uh, you know, impacting um, especially, uh, you know, young girls um, in committing suicide. That didn't save them, and they even defended it. Uh, And so we cannot just sit back and be like, oh, the legislature put this law in. There are still things that they can do um, that are bad, and ultimately they can do, they can get aggressive with a walkout. I hope that doesn't happen here, um, but we will uh, let the public know if that is what does happen um, and keep everyone informed of that. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I, I should have mentioned it earlier that, you know, the, the fight is never over because the, the, this radical left, especially these teachers' unions, they are literally, it's like evil. Evil's running through their veins yeah. uh, for, the, for the decisions that they're making because literally it is about control. And, and, we are, and we've talked about it before that there are agreements with, uh, with certain schools and teachers unions and things like that to do these, to do this, uh, the, the vaccines and the, and the passports and also the masks 
because they want to keep things, uh, everyone is locked down. They want to, you know, to expand that fear, that fear porn that uh, causes, causes everybody to run in their house. So it's, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not over because don't forget they've got trillions of dollars and these huge groups. So they're, they're anything that they can do to win and really disrupt, disrupt the system and the lives is what they're going to do. So at least you're going to keep an eye on what's going to, what's, what's going to be happening. So it's not, it's not over. There's just a pause. So that it's even yeah, more were- critical now that everybody gets on board. So then when something does start to brew, we've got the bodies, we've got the team, we've got everybody that kind of knows how the system works. So Marissa, give your website and then anything that you want to plug real quick on, on a take action item for people to do right now. Sure. Um, so my website again is easyaz.org. Very simple, four letters.org, easyaz.org. Um, there is one thing that I have of concern that I want everyone to know. We we did get significant election integrity in, but we did not get all of the election integrity in. There was a very important omnibus bill on chain of custody and traceability when it comes to elections that uh, was uh, Kelly Town- Senator Kelly Townsend fought very hard for, and uh, it was killed by Michelle Ugenti primarily, um, and also Paul Boyer. Um, I was con- very uh, disappointed in that. We also had an important piece of legislation led by Senator Warren Peterson that would have uh, reduced uh, Governor Ducey's power when it comes to emergency orders and allowed the legislature to have more power in that so we can have balanced representation. And I was very shocked because Michelle Ugenti uh, was one of the leaders on this movement initially, and then she ended up killing that bill also. Um, It seems like she didn't understand the dynamic that it had to go to the ballot uh, for it to happen, and so she ended up killing it. I think that was a big mistake. So the next steps are that we still have a big election integrity uh, fight ahead of us. Um, we need to be able to call the legislature back into session um, once the audit report is finished. Uh, so that's very important. If you um, are available tonight, I'd encourage you to go to the Ameripac meeting. Um, that's at uh, 5.30 p.m. You can go to uh, um, my Facebook page, and, um, and we'll have it up on the website very soon um, with information on how to uh, get to that meeting. It's in the uh, North Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Um, and I will be giving a, a longer legislative update, and then we also have Senator Kelly Townsend that will be giving a more detailed update on election integrity and what the next steps are for that. Awesome. So give the website, even though I mentioned it like 100 times, so like it's ingrained sure. in the brain, and your Telegram and your sure. Facebook. Sure. It's uh, easyaz.org. From there, there's a link that goes directly to Telegram. Um, and then on Facebook, you can just type in Marissa Hamilton, um, which is M-E-R-I-S-S-A, um, and my page will pop up. Uh, we also have a Facebook group called uh, that, again, is under easyaz.org. Perfect. Well, thank you, Marissa, for all your hard work. I appreciate you coming on on such late notice to give everybody an update on what's going on here. Look forward to talking to you next month unless something kind of explodes and we need to get you on sooner. So you have a great 4th of July weekend. Thanks for all your hard work, dedication, and love of this country. It takes people like you to stand up and fight because everybody needs, everybody wants good leaders. And we don't have a lot of those. We got leadership roles, people in leadership roles, but not a lot of leaders. So thank you for, for making all this happen and making it easy for people to get involved and to take action here in Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. And, um, and I hope that we have more people that step up and take action because we're winning our state back. 
um, you know, one new voter at a time, it makes a huge difference. Everybody, you have no excuses now. She's made it easy. So thank you, my dear. Have a great 4th of July Independence Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next month. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you so much. All right. So we've got that. And then we're going to have Joseph Chaplick, Arizona State Representative for District 23, pick up where she left off so we can get the legislative side of what's going on in Arizona because this was a big, big week here. So just real quick before we bring him on, under our Take Action tab, everything, homeresourceplatform.com, if you go to the must follow, it's patriots, must follow people, groups, organizations, and companies, you will see all of the different groups and people that you need to follow, that you need, the groups you need to join. So go check that out. Marissa is one of our platform platinum partners. She's on there. I'm going to be adding Joseph's um, information so that way you can follow him when he's giving updates on social media because we're going to add some more people that are giving you the message that matter that you need to know about. So let me bring on, let me bring on Joseph Chaplick because he's a very busy man and they've been, they were in legislative district. They were in session for 170 days when normally it's like a hundred. So yeah, unbelievable, right? So my next guest, Arizona state representative for district 23, Joseph Chaplick. He is one of the good guys. He's my rep here in district 23. We're talking the budget the corrupt education system. We're going to talk about the tax relief, which was actually an amazing thing that just happened. And of course, election integrity. Hey, audience, have a big round of applause for a very rare politician who is working for we the people. (laughs) Representative Joseph Chaplick, welcome and thank you for coming on such short notice, big week in Arizona. Michelle, thank you. And uh, again, wonderful introduction. I, I love the sounds that you make with the clapping and the applauding. That's great. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, you deserve it. Makes it makes me laugh you. every time I hear it. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> entrance. Well, that's on here. You're welcome for that. And you deserve it because you literally are one of the only guys down there. I mean, there's, there's a few, and this is my opinion, not yours, right? And I, and I can say it because uh, it's my show, so I can, I can throw some people under the bus if I want to. And these, these are not the expressed abuse of of the guest people. I want to full disclosure there. Um, but you really are one of the hardest working representatives that we have down there that is, is doing what is right. I mean, you come to our meetings. It's unbelievable because I'm a precinct committee man. You come to our precinct committee man meetings. That's what you guys are supposed to do and you do it. So I just want to thank you for stepping up to the plate and showing all these other representatives and senators how it's done. And, you know, like, uh, Maybe because they're not just they're not used to that. Well, then again, we allowed them to just do whatever they wanted because we took our own eye off the ball and we didn't participate. So you know, you you, you reap what you sow. Right, and and listen, it, it's it was 171 days. It, we were supposed to be done at 100 mark, which is like April 20th. And and everybody that thinks it's good that we're down there this long and, and fighting, it, you know, there's some negatives to it. it. It's, it's very rewarding doing what I'm doing and, and keeping our state on the right track. And, and one of the things, a little funny story on a, on a side story here, you know, when I got elected and I was running for the campaign, I told my wife, look, it's part-time. It, it won't disturb our family that much. <laughs> we're, we're done by April every year. And, and then I, I, we get in this year, and this year happens to be one of the longest sessions we've ever been in. <laughs> and we go all the way to June 30th, right? Which, keep in mind, I have kids and a family and everybody else that's down there at the house um, that serves, that has kids. You know, they get out of school like the second week of May. 
right? So we're, mm-hmm. we're in summertime. So it does put a little burden there, but again, it was extremely rewarding for what we accomplished. And it's, it's a great feeling knowing that we're, we're fighting down there. And there's myself and, and uh, a handful of others, a dozen others that are actually really, really stressed to, to get what we want in the policies for the Arizonians. So starting with that, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things. Uh, when you get this late in the session, people start using leverage a lot stronger. And we have to be done constitutionally by June 30th. We absolutely have to have the budget passed by June 30th or everything falls apart. We shut down government. Nothing is funded. And then we have to, you know, figure out how to come together and get a skinny budget or something to fund government. And we lose all the bills that we were pushing through. So the longer we're down there, the worse it gets. Because then you get someone in the last hour says, I'm not going to vote for this unless I want that. And it could rip apart the whole state. And so, you know, and if you're on the, the positive side of doing that and fighting for something strong, well, you can still blow up the whole budget and then you get nothing. So it, it's, it's very dangerous going well into June down there at the state legislature from what I'm being told. And again, my first term, but it did, it did get very stressful at the end because if we couldn't come together, then we're shutting down government. And if we're shutting down government, then we're passing bills, you know, we're passing a budget that only funds government and all our work was lost. So, so that's, that's the dangers of being down wow. that late. Yeah. It's yeah. beyond frustrating, but I'm, I'm glad that you made that very clear for everybody because that might, might give some, some insight as to why some of the things did get approved. Some of the things didn't get approved because that's when they're using their strategies and their, their techniques you know, pulling in their favors, right, right. which, you know, that's just how it's run. And this is an old boys network anyway. So, you know, it's, un, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's just politics, you know? Well, and here, here, keep in mind, you know, we have to be a very efficient government, which we're not right now. We need to, to be very organized, which we're not. And we need to be able to get this accomplished in a hundred days with the synergy of the Senate, the house and the governor's office to work together, collaborate from day one, and, and set the goal that we're going to be done with the people's work at the 100-day mark like the Constitution says and get everything accomplished. And, and I don't know where the wheels fell off in the past because I wasn't down there, but for us to be there this long, it could have been extremely disastrous for us all here in the state. So I'm glad we were able to accomplish what we did. We did get it done, and I'm going to tell you some of the good stuff we did um, and, and highlight some of the big things. So uh, you want your update now? <laughs> I, w- I would love to be able to write some positive things down because I haven't done that in um, like 40 minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, talk, let's talk tax relief first. Can we start there? Everybody likes to save tax, money. Yes. Yes. And, and tax, I mean, this is, this is the details here. So we're currently on a four-tier system, right? Our current income state tax that we all pay. And, and the, the bottom is 2.59 and the highest is 4.5, right? And so what we've done, and, and also class one property tax for, for business tax is 18%. That's our current wow. um, state law. So what we did this session, which is historic, we created a flat tax, a 2.5 flat tax for all income earners in the state of Arizona. And how we're getting there is we're doing a two-year phase-in. So 
for the first two years going forward, we're going to have a two-tier system, which would be a 2.5% and a 2.98%, and then that will drop down uh, in the second year to 2.53 to 2.75 to be specific. And this is for, like, if you make 27000 or 54 as a couple, you'd be in the lower tier, and everything over 54 would be the higher tier. Uh, and then when we get three, year three, it's 2.5% for everybody. And, and I'll tell you, we have so much money in this state. We have a surplus. And if we're taking in more money, that means we're overtaxing, right? So the mm-hmm. two and a half should boot, it should boost our economy. It should make us a favorable business state. We went from one of the highest states to now one of the lowest states in this session. And we will continue to, to fight for this. Um, we will prosper with all the businesses coming here, all the businesses staying here, people moving here. And, you, will, you know, I believe in that trickle-down economics where, you know, if, if the businesses are thriving, everyone else is thriving as well. Mm-hmm. And by having a low taxation, you create that platform. And, and so I truly believe in the, in the flat tax. Um, we sure. also took that class one property tax from 18 to 16%, so we dropped it 2%, which is well, help. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. not enough, but it, it's a start. It's a start. It wasn't this your bill that you were that you were fighting for? Is the this whole tax uh, relief and flat tax you a big part of this? Well, the flat tax we'll put it as the Republican bill because we didn't get one Democrat to vote for it. Okay, uh, I had another tax relief bill, a separate from this one. This was uh, our party driving this all year. The one that I ran, which was an individual bill, was a tax relief for small businesses, S-Corps, partnerships, and LLCs. And, and what that bill was, it was called uh, HB 2838. It, and it just, I got it through the hurdle, finished it this year, and it passed on the, the last week through the Senate, and then we passed it through on final passage one more time because they made an amendment to it. So therefore, you know, it goes back and forth a number of times uh, through committees and everything else throughout the year. So to pass a bill, it literally has to move like sometimes four to eight layers. I mean, it just goes back and forth, and it's hard to do. So all these bills that we pass, not just this one, there's a lot of movement and a lot of work to get these things all the way across the finish line. So the the tax relief, HB 2838, will allow small businesses, S-Corps, partnerships, to prepay their state income tax quarterly that they owe as a company, and then take that dollar amount and write it off as a pass-through entity on your federal tax returns. So the beautiful part about this, Michelle, it doesn't hurt our state one penny. And what it does is it allows these businesses, these S-Corp small businesses, to reduce their federal tax by having that pass-through income tax expense. Now, we used to be able to do that up until 2017, Hmm. and we're the now 16th state to implement it back in there. It's part of the, the SALT deductions. So they, okay. they maxed them at ten. Yeah, they maxed them at ten thousand dollars from 2018 on. So now what we're doing is we're allowing you to have further deductions. And again, we're the 16th state to pass similar policy. There's another dozen states that have it ready to pass. I mean, every state's going back to this, and so it's good to see Arizona getting this done for small businesses uh, because you know again it was a it was a, a pretty good. Um, tax relief for all the businesses and I was trying to get it retroactive and this is the kicker I was trying to take it all the way back to 2018 
Meaning, oh, that would have been awesome. Tax returns. Yeah, it would have been huge. I couldn't get that because of the governor's office and the Department of Revenue. They claim that they would be inundated with tax return filings, and I don't believe that's the case. <laughs> no, it's not at all. No, they just wanted to keep your money. I mean, they didn't want to get it back. Yeah. I mean, seriously, the, the Department of Revenue is complaining that there's going to be more tax filings. Isn't that their job to process the tax <laughs> filings? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, oh, but the reality yeah. is that there wasn't going to be that many. I mean, it wasn't going to inundate them, and I'll, I'll continue to push for that because that's where the businesses could have really made some amendments on their on their tax returns and, and wrote off uh, more deductibles, uh, deducting their their income tax over the last three years on the federal return, and, and probably got a huge refund or something. So again, couldn't get the retro, but we got it going forward, and I'll continue to, to fight for that as well uh, in the next session. So great thing for small businesses, great thing for all Arizonians. We got huge tax relief. We went from one of the higher states in the country to one of the lowest. And I think it's going to definitely trickle out through the economy with people understanding that we just became an extremely friendly business state to keep the businesses here and to attract new. So, again, excellent historical tax cuts for all Arizonians. Well, congratulations and thank you for pushing so hard. On something where, you know, Americans can actually, or Arizonans can save some money and we can put, put the funds back in our own pockets or even back in the community or our own businesses, which is what we're supposed to do with our own money. But that's a, that's a whole nother show. Um, all right. We need more good news. What else did we get? All right. Uh, let's talk about education because it kind of goes straight with this um, tax relief that we've done. Uh, the reason one, not one Democrat voted for this. So again, the, the tax relief, historical 2.5 flat tax, not one Democrat voted for it. And it was because they said it's not going to fund education. And okay. we are funding education. <laughs> I mean, we, so here, here's the education funding. And again, I'm, I'm a freshman down there, so I didn't know this prior to getting there. And when I got down there and I, and I found out, I, I was appalled at what we're doing as a state when we, all you hear is that we're one of the worst states for funding education. And that's what the, you always hear from the left, the Democrats. We don't fund education. We're one of the worst states. We're, we, we don't fund. There's no money. We need more money. We need more money. So here's what we have. Well, before you say that, I just want to let everybody know that's listening. When you told me this information yesterday, you said you were appalled. I believe a, uh, a very colorful adjective came out of my mouth when you told me this information. So you, you were, you okay. were much more well-behaved when you got the, you got the, uh, the numbers. <laughs> I was not, 50, I was not. Here, here you go. 50% of close to it. Yeah, I may be off a percentage or two. Let's just call 50% of our budget annually goes towards education funding. That's our 50% of all the Arizona budget goes to education in this state and this year it is equivalent to six billion with a b billion dollars going towards education that's, that's from our budget now think about that everything else we have to fund for the state we're using the other 50 percent for so we're everything the most money than anything else and it's almost 50 percent of our budget annually now this year this year's a little different with the whole COVID and the federal, you know, money tree that they've been giving out to everybody. But they're going to get a one-time federal check as well, and they've been receiving some of these funds already. But when you package it all together, 
just this year, $12 billion is going towards education in the state Get of Arizona. Get out of here. $12 now, billion? Dollars? Some, $12 billion. Our whole budget for Arizona is like $12 billion. And half of it's going to education. And then you take in the federal money and everything else that they were given on the federal side. They're getting $12 billion this year in education. And not one Democrat voted for the education budget. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. Plus, they get the prop- we we pay property taxes, so they're that's where they're getting revenue too. So not only half the budget, they get the property taxes, and then they get they're getting this huge check from the federal government. Right. So you nailed it. Now the cities get the property tax revenue, and and I have property taxes that I pay, and and here's the Scottsdale property tax on my home. I pay sixty three percent of that bill goes to Scottsdale Unified School District. I looked up sixty three percent. I own properties in Tucson. I looked at that tax bill. 73% of my property tax bill in Tucson goes to Tucson Unified School District. Now, oh I'm not God. the only one to get in charge of that. I mean, everybody's at that same level. So that is not even counting those funds that go to these, you know, through the, the cities. Now, let's talk about Prop 208, which passed on the ballot. That is still getting funded. So throw on that money coming in on the revenue. This is how much money is going into education, and they cry that there's no money in education. And I just I don't understand it. I, I, I'm going to get to the bottom of this because when I talk to people that are in the, the, the know of school financing and the funding that goes into these schools, and I have a nice team working with me right now. I won't name names. <laughs> we, are in a, we are in administration overload. Oh, God, we yeah. have superintendents. We have superintendents. Now, I get the rural areas, right, large geographical patches of land. You, just, you can't consolidate districts. I get that. So we're going to have superintendents in the, in the, in the larger geographical parts of the, of the state. But when you get into these local cities, we're so overloaded on the administrative side and the superintendent side. And I, I honestly, you know, you got a superintendent, runs the district, got it. But now I find out we have assistant superintendents. Oh. To the superintendents. Then, then we have associate superintendents to the assistants to the superintendents. I mean, it, it's, like, it's like the company that has, you know, I don't know, 12 leaders and they're all VPs. Yeah. You want to have a meeting to have a meeting. All right, let's have a meeting to have a meeting. And then we'll have another meeting to have a meeting. And then six months goes by and we're still having meetings to have meetings because we're just right. And then, uh, we'll go through we motions. Have one president, one vice president run it just as, as well. But no, there's yeah. 12 VPs. So, so same thing. Um, we have superintendents galore. And, and look, we need superintendents, but do we need, you know, a dozen of them, you know, no. assistants, no, no. associates, you know, uh, so we have a lot of overlays. And then you look at, with big you know, salaries. Right. And teachers are all over the board. I mean, it depends on your, your school district, but you know, from what I understand, 35,000 is kind of on the lower end and there's some teachers making close to a hundred thousand. So, okay. We, we don't pay the teachers. We just give the, the check to the departments, you know, so how they spend the money is up to them. And this is where we need to get to. We need to get the parents, the taxpayers, Asking these questions more, where is the money going? Why do we have so much overhead? Because it's never getting there. And then when you talk about, you know, the, the pensions or, I don't know, the, the clothing allowance, the car allowance, the phone allowance, the, the, the food allowance. I mean, 
I, I'm they get sure all that too? Dug, the superintendents, I'm sure if we dug into these contracts, we'll see a ton of spending. Oh, sure. As well as a contract, as I just mentioned, Michelle. They have a contract, and some of these contracts are no fault to be fired. So if they completely destroy their, their superintendent of the district, they, they do a horrible job, they get fired for their own incompetencies, they still get paid the rest of their contract. Wow. This is unbelievable to me. And it's unbelievable. Happened it's happened in other in other cities where someone has failed miserably and they get paid out a huge chunk of change because they had a contract that said they were going to get paid. It's like, it's like the athletes that make a, a, a sporting team and they get all their money and then they fail to perform and they still get paid. Right. Or they get injured. They, they can never even get in a game and they get the money. Right. So this, I don't understand. I think there's plenty of good people out there that would work for these positions and be happy without any contracts and, and take pride in achieving success to keep their job and, and be rewarded with, you know, a high salary. But some of these salaries, 300000 maybe 400000 and then you, you layer it out with all the assistants and associates. I mean, this is where all the money is going. Yeah, and then the teachers this, this are the ones that are – yeah, the teachers are out there you know, protesting and saying they need to get more higher salaries. They're, they're protesting the wrong people. They're, it's you know, it's like the <laughs> it, the cancer is coming from within. You know, like the the voice is coming from within the house. So they they they're talking to the wrong right. people. Their own infrastructure, their own their own higher ups are the ones that are taking the money and and misallocating it to their own favor. Because it's like a big money laundering operation, scam, mafia, where they, the people at the top are taking the money. And then uh, it trickles down to uh, the peons. And then, of course, they, they want more. Uh, and they, they don't yeah, need they it. And the thing that, yeah, it, it, that's just, I had no idea. You're talking $12 billion this year. And then, of course, you just highlighted the 63% of the Scottsdale property taxes are going to the schools. Um, and our school system is not good. Like our, we're usually there at the at the bottom ranking overall in this country. Which, okay, obviously throwing money at a problem doesn't work. I think we figured that out a long time ago. But the other thing too, now that I'm even getting more angry, I'm I'm using like uh, censored language. I'm getting angry. Uh, all I've been hearing for years is how there's no budget for um, instruments. There's no budget for uniforms. There's no budget for all these different classes that are actually skill oriented type of classes where kids are, are learning, you know, like a trade and the parents are having to pay for like pencils and books. And you're going, no, that's why I'm paying taxes. Well, hi, $12 billion. And a, and a, and I, and a, a parent has to buy pencils for the school or books. That's just insane. Well, I am right, and there's people that will go against me and say, well, you're in Scottsdale, you got great schools, all the money in Scottsdale, you don't know what's going on around the state. Look, I'm not the one handing out the money once it leaves the state. The people mm -hmm. that have the money need to figure out where it's best should be used. And it, it's, if I ran a business where I didn't really have to sell a product because I didn't need the revenue from the product, and all I had to do was just keep asking for more money to come into my off my, my business from another source and it didn't matter what I sold because I knew I can just keep getting more money 
uh, businesses would fail because you get so much people taking the money at the top that eventually it would break, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. get the reputation. But here's here's what's going on in the school district. They're getting the money from another source, the state. Their product is the the kids, and getting it all the way down to the kids so they have a a, a great education. But they're failing and they're just getting more money. And therefore, they don't have a product they're selling because they don't need to because they're just taking money from another source and blowing it without working, you know, in terms of trying to work for the bottom level of where the money needs to go, which is funnel it through the administrative, the superintendents, the, the, you know, all the expenses that you have, and then it gets all the way down into the classrooms and the teachers, and, and it, you push it through, right? But it's getting lost at the top to the bureaucracy of the administrative superintendent world and all the perks that go with those positions. And, and I'm right. And I'll tell you, um, we need to do something about it. And the, and the parents and the taxpayers are the ones that are going to make a difference here by continuously beating the drum about where's the money going. And let's see all transparency, not what they say is transparent, all the transparency of where the stuff is going. These are public employees. We should know what's in the contracts. We should know what they're getting reimbursed for. We should know what their perks are. We should know what they're getting because then we'll be able to trace the money and find out exactly how much is being spent. And I would, I would love to call on any teacher out there that teaches business or economics or finance asking these questions through the education department, not the state to ask for more money. Ask their leaders, where's the money going? Let's look at the books. Let's yeah, look at the follow books. the money. Follow that money. Obviously, it's not going to the right places. But the part that is even more angering, I'm going to be clean, is this has been going on for years. And how come nobody has said anything? How come nobody said anything when they all did their protests a couple of years ago that they wanted more money? It just, it, I don't know. Where's the oversight yeah. in that? I mean, I, you know my feelings about uh, Governor, uh, Governor Doug. So, um, but shouldn't he have, you know, paid attention to that you would just think it it just makes you realize that there there's many layers there uh the you know the elected elite against we the people strikes again and here's another one but this one's a big one like this is a big one because everybody is paying into this and it's a lot of money everybody is. it's a lot of money and, and it, there's no reason why we should have no money in the classrooms for supplies and, and for teachers pay I mean, honestly, we, we have the money. We should figure this out. But the people that are, you know, it's asking the person, what, the fox that watches the hen house to you mm-hmm. know, watch the hen house, right? And trust the fox? I mean, come on. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You're, you're going to make a movement to get transparent on the money, and the people that control it don't want you to see it. So they're not going to work with the process to try to lower the expenses to have that extra revenue to pass it through to where it needs to go. I mean, that, that's the problem right there. So until we get better people elected into these positions or hired into these positions to make a difference, it's not going to happen. You know, I mean, we, we're hiring. Here's a perfect example for this district. Okay. I, I haven't met the guy, so I don't know how strong he is or not, but we hired a superintendent from Scottsdale. Uh, unified schools, and he came from Michigan. I, I am sure we paid for his moving expenses. I am oh, sure we paid for whatever we needed to do to get him out here in his high-paying salary. Are you telling me that we did not have a qualified individual here in our state throughout our system to take, to take that position, right. to qualify for that position? That we yeah, had to no, go but, out of the state? 
It was somebody's college no, I don't roommate. That's it. what it was. No, it was a college roommate. It was a favor. He's like, dude, I just got fired from my job because I suck at it. So do you got anything in Arizona? Said, yeah, you want to be superintendent at Scottsdale? Yeah, that's cool. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll fly you out here and we'll move you and uh, you can start next week. Is that cool? Oh, you know, don't start next week. We'll give you a month of paid vacation so you can get adjusted and then, then you can start. That's what happened. I'm sure that happened a lot. Yeah, those are yeah. your words. I don't know the guy. I never met him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know. Remember, I can but, say but these I'm things. Saying, and these, are, these are not the views of the guest, everyone. These are not the views of the guest. But another example, I mean, we, we really have talent here in Arizona. And I, I think we could have found the talent here for our school districts. But, again, until we get the right people into these positions to start understanding where this money's going, it's not going to happen because they're getting the money. So, so that's the education funding, and, and it's, it's baffling that we, we're being said that there's, you know, they tell us that we're the lowest in the state, and here's all the money I just showed you that goes into it. It's, it's endless money. But here's some other good things. Let's talk about the positive stuff here. Um, we fought hard for this session on a few things, and I was very vocal on this, and, and I may have blown up the, the education budget. In fact, I'll, I'll say it right now. I would not have voted for it if this wasn't in there. And it would have blown up everything. And, and it's okay because if the education budget blew up, this wouldn't have been in it anyway. So here's what I fought for. A ban on requiring kids to wear masks at school, K through 12, and a COVID vaccination shot to attend in person. I was completely against that. K through 12, there's no way we should be forcing these children to wear masks. If the parents want their kids to wear a mask or if the kids want to wear the mask, then that's their decision. But we had to get it out of the, uh, the district level and get it to the, uh, the home level, and we did that. So we have a ban on the schools requiring masks and requiring a COVID vaccination to attend in-person lessons going forward, which I think was an enormous win for the kids. Huge, huge. No more child abuse. Thank God for that. But well, did it barely listen. pass? Did it barely pass, or was it? It was kind of a, you know, people oh, yeah. using well, common 31 sense. Votes by all Republicans. Yeah, thirty-one votes for all Republicans. Not one Democrat voted for this. Oh my God, these people are evil. They're, they're literally there's something mentally wrong with them, and I don't, I, I don't even know where to go with them. I, go now ahead. there was a study, right. Michelle. There's a study that was conducted, and they sent it to a lab in Florida. Some some uh, you know moms that gathered in. in put a mask on their child for six hours one day, a clean mask. They gathered 10 of them. They took a sampling of someone's T-shirt and and I think maybe someone's hat or something, and they shipped it all off to a lab to come back with, you know, the testing of one day of wearing a mask on kids. And the list was endless of bacterial viruses. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Drive oxygen. uh, Yeah. You're you're losing brain cells. Everything was on these masks. Yeah. Everything was on these masks. yeah, it's I mean, we're not really seeing trap. mainstream news. Wow, right, right. because it's, some of the stuff you know, the, on there was incredible. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like they said the bottom of your purse is just about as dirty as your cell phone, which is cleaner than a toilet. So it, that's the mask. That's in the same category as the mask. And of course, you know, we've been talking about this for, oh, my God, a year and a half. They don't work. They don't do anything. They actually harm your health and they don't prevent anything from uh, being transmitted because all of that was I don't even want to say the word debunk because that's when it's debunk, it's actually the truth because that, that's the Facebook lie. But it it literally does nothing but harm your health, and then it's scientifically proven. So let let's go. To, what's all the other good news? I need I need some I need some more right. good juice. What do you got? That that was a good one, and and it was a great one for that. Here's 
Here's another one we got through at the last hour. Okay, this is a good one. Bans the use of public monies for training, orientation, or therapy related to critical race theory at all levels of government, which includes the schools. So, therefore, we're not going to, oh. use, we're not going to use taxpayer money to teach critical race theory in schools or in government levels of, of, of what we can control because that's our taxpayer money. And, and we're going we're gonna to discuss, you know, um, the lessons of hateful, uh, hateful racism, anti-American ideology. I mean, yeah, with our taxpayer money, that's what was happening. So we did a ban on teaching in public schools that no longer allow the, to teach and spend our money on these lessons of, of again, that the hateful, racist, anti-American ideology. I mean, we shouldn't be teaching that kids in school. So that was another huge win. And government, too. So no government job right, can go- do these, uh, yeah. these uh, the conferences or whatever that they do for inclusion and diversity and lies, brainwashing. So that's good. So you got, you, that's, a, that's right. huge. That's huge, too. It was Ooh. a great session for, for what we've accomplished with this. And, again, a lot of freshmen like myself were leading the, the charge with this stuff. Uh, here's one that we didn't get through. And it may surface again next year because we're going to stay on this. Uh, it required, it was in the budget and got stripped out. And I, I, I mean, again, for everything else we got, it's not worth blowing up the education budget at that point because you're not going to get anything that, you know, you're blowing up for. So this was uh, a bill that required K-12 through to teach the evils of communism and teach the original intent of our founding documents and principles of the United States. Believe it or not, that got taken out. By legislators, and it, you a Republican think or Democrat? They do that. Who did a Republican take it out? Uh, there was you a Republican in the Senate that took it out. He was against it, and then of course every Democrat was again wanting to get rid of this as well. So the one Republican kind of killed it for us out of the Senate. Uh, Paul Boyer, you, you can find Ugh. it on the bill. I mean, it's, I'm not giving you inside yeah. information. You can find that just on the bill yeah. itself. Um, but yeah. here's here's what it would have done. You know, it, it would have, again, talked about the founding documents and, and the principles of our great country. And it requires you to teach this. And, again, it's not curriculum because we don't control the curriculum, but, you know, this is what we wanted to, to talk about. Um, it, it didn't get through. We'll continue to push for this. I think we, we need more civics in our, in our schools. I think we need to mm-hmm. teach the, the, great, the greatness of America, the greatness of our founding, the greatness of our documents, and why we're the greatest country on earth. I mean, th- this is stuff that you think American schools would be teaching. But they don't want to. And then you've got all these Democrats yeah. voting no. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, I just hope that there are there, there, the, the Democrats that are starting to use common sense, the, you know, the, the American people, the Arizonans, they're, they're seeing what's, re- what's really going on and, and, uh, and what's being pushed. And they come over. They don't have to join the Republican Party because I don't care if it's left or right anymore. It's based on policies and ideology. And I just hope that they are, they are having that uh, awakening moment rather than being woke and, and uh, you know, try to get their own country back before we lose it. Um, well, let's talk, about, let's talk about elections then real quick. I got some good things on election for you. Oh, good. Right. Yeah. Here, here's, here's, here's a couple of things because that ties right into especially the California you mentioned. So here's – let's talk about um, the ballots, right? Now, I don't care, you know – what happened uh, in terms of the past, 
because it should have been there already when you talk about our technology, but none of our ballots had any security watermark, security coding, foil seals. And if you look at our currency, you know, it's very hard to counterfeit. But mm-hmm. yet for ballots, we just use blank white paper. Oh, <laughs> right? By design. So, yeah, so that's by design. I had it. Yeah. But again, mm-hmm. what happened in the past with, with our old elections, I mean, we should have had this stuff on there for our technology. But going forward, we will. So going forward, I threw out an amendment. Uh, it got through and got put into the budget, and we passed it. Uh, anti-fraud paper and equipment. Um, there would be watermarks on the special paper. There's a company that does this in technology that makes the ballot paper. Uh, it's a vendor that provides uh, these fraud countermeasures. So we will we funded it as well. So it's like 15 cents a paper. We got to pay it by paper anyway. So a few extra dollars, and now we have security paper that you can't counterfeit, and it's for all elections in all the counties, and we will pay for it as a state because, you know, we, we have the paper anyway. So we're, we're going to do this. Uh, it passed. This is really cool technology. If you put a UV light to the paper, it is like a, a portrait of like a painting. There's so much watermark on it. It is impossible to to counterfeit. And again, our most secure elections are, are one vote, and who counts that one vote? So why didn't we have this stuff previously? Why don't we have these security measures on the paper? I don't know, but we do now. I um, do. I know why. Yeah. Here's another good one, though. Yeah, we know. But I'm, we respecting, know. We know. I'm respecting that you are in a position that you can't discuss that. So on to the next one, please. I'm, I'm <laughs> forward looking off the boat, right? I'm not looking. I know. Anymore. I'm looking forward off the boat, how we, how we prevent this stuff. Uh, here's another one. We're, we're banning mass mailing of ballots to people who didn't request them. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, yeah. So that's another great one. Uh, Prop 105, right? The, if, you, if you have a ballot initiative and it passes, like Prop 207 or, or Prop 208, which was the, for the money for the funding of education, or the 207 was for marijuana legalization. Okay, this is important because when we have ballot initiatives where the voters go and, and vote for one of these measures, what they don't know is what happens if it passes. So when one of the, like Prop 208 passes, or 207, which is the recent election, we as a legislative body cannot stop it. We have no power unless we get three-quarters of the vote of each chamber, which we'll never get. No, God, and no. You can't even only, get your own people. You can't even get your own people. No, and it's only to further the purpose of what was passed. It's not to correct it and change it. So if it's bad and it's destroying our state five years from now, we, if we can't get three-quarters of a vote, but it, let's just say we do, it is the only further that bad policy, not to correct it. So these measures are extremely important. So we've, we pass um, a disclosure now that says any of these ballot measures are going to be flagged so voters understand the ramifications of passing this initiative at the ballot. So they know that, hey, like if we get this wrong, it's law for the land. Like we can't change it. Like this could be really, really detrimental to the state. So that was never on these ballot initiatives. So people were like, oh, well, we'll just vote for it and you know, they'll fix it later. No, we can't fix it if it's extremely bad. So that was a, another huge bill that passed. And then let's talk about the last one, Pevel. That's permanent early voting list. And there's a long list of stuff, but these are the big highlights. This is a good one. So 
Senator Ugenti Rita had this bill. It got through. It got signed by the governor. And permanent early voting list means if you get on the list and you're on it, I guess, for life, the way it was written previously. So let's recap that. There's 50 states. 40 states don't have any early voting list, permanent voting list. Okay, so that leaves 10 states left in the country. Mm-hmm. Out of five states have a per- permanent early voting list with restrictions on how you, you, know, you stay on it or you get removed. There's guidelines that will remove you from that list, and, and that's good. So that's 45 states now, and the last five states is the bucket Arizona falls in, which has a permanent early voting list with no restrictions or no guidelines on how to stay on it. If you're on it, you're on it for life, and if you move or you, you, know, you, you decease, uh, the bells still keep coming. And so <clears throat> this Pebble bill stopped that, and what it did was it said if you haven't voted in two elections, we're going to send you a notice. Next year, you're going to have, I don't know, two, three months to respond. I, I think that's about where it was. It, it was being negotiated, but let's just call it three months. You get three months to respond. If we don't hear from you, and I think we have to send two notices and email if we have it. So we, we, got, we got to, like, pigeon mail it and email you and drive you. I mean, just a ton of notifications. And if we still don't hear from you, then we're going to take you off the list. Doesn't mean you can't vote. Doesn't mean you can't go back on the list. It just means we're not going to mail a ballot to never, Neverland, right? Right, so, right. So all you heard when this was going up was that we're preventing people from voting. Uh, yeah, we're stopping just, people from voting. The lies are ridiculous. Unbelievable. We're stopping people from voting the Republican Party. Yeah. No, voter suppression, voter suppression, right? Now, no. racism, voter suppression, racism, global warming. Yeah, here's the last part on that. The bill we just passed, I just explained to you how you get the notices and when we will yeah. possibly take you off the mailing list, but you can still go and vote and you still come back on the list. Okay, this is the same law California has. We ah. passed the law that California has. And all the Democrats were up in arms and saying voter suppression. So does that tell you <laughs> that our Democrats here in Arizona are that further left than California? Absolutely. So everybody yeah. knows how bad California is. If the Democrats get control of our state, you are looking at further left than California here in Arizona. So people better start thinking about how they vote because that's what we're dealing with in this state when that's all you heard about that Pebble Bill, and it's the exact same law as California. You'd think they would have settled and said, this is a good law, California does it, I can live with it. No, they didn't want it at all. So our Democrats are further left than California's Democrats, and we all know the horrors of California. So that should scare people that Arizona could turn into far left of California. Yeah, Incredible. We, don't need a, we don't need another dumpster fire in the United States like California is. Uh, for sure. So people need to, you know, you got to get engaged. You got to get, you got to pay attention. You got to put in a little bit of time, everybody, to participate and get to know these, these politicians these uh, that are running, the ones that are in office, what they're doing. And there's tons of groups that I keep bringing on the show to help make that process very easy for people. So you can go to their websites and follow them on Facebook, Telegram, things like that. And then, of course, join them. So it makes it easy for you to participate. Um, Okay. But yeah, yeah we've so got to we've got to step up to the plate, everybody. It's if, if you've got people like uh, Representative Chaplick here, 
who is sacrificing. Uh, you know, he comes from the business world. He's, he's a very successful business owner. He put that on the side to go ahead and clean up mess here. So he's doing that, and he's actually fighting for us. And, you know, there's a few others, but he's my, he's my fave because he's the one that actually does, I, I feel, the most that I know of. Um, it is our job to have his back and to do our part. So this is like a team. So we're a team. So you're, you've got to make sure that you keep your representatives accountable. As Marissa said, you know, they work for us. They're supposed to be passing things that are in favor of, you know, America first. And thankfully, Mr. Chaplick is doing that. But we still have well, to do our it's, part. It's a fight every day. It's a fight every day, and we're going to continue to succeed. And we passed a, a, a plethora of other great policies for the state. Uh, we can talk more throughout the, you know, the months on what we've accomplished, but it was a very successful session other than being 171 days, 71 days past when we should have finished. But it was successful in terms of what we accomplished for the state of Arizona. I feel very rewarded in, in giving back and doing this for the state. Um, look, I, I don't do it for the money. There's really no money in it. I, I, you know, it would be great if they paid more, but whatever. I don't need it. I didn't take the uh, health insurance. I don't need it for health insurance. And, you know, the per diem, I don't even track what they're giving me. Uh, for expenses to drive back and forth. I, I think some of the per diem stuff is a, is a whole other argument on how we can maybe structure the state. I know there was a bill that was going to pay more for the rural areas. I get they need probably a little more per diem for a longer drive. I'm fortunate I don't have a three-hour drive to go to the Capitol and spend all week there. Um, I got a 25-minute drive. But, you know, talking about that real quick, you know, my philosophy is if, if we're going to try to save money for the state, then let's just not blanket a dollar amount for everybody that in this situation for per diem, let people bring in receipts and max it out at a, at a, at a max amount allowed. And if you don't max out, we're, we're giving you what you've spent and we're cutting back yeah. right there instead of just giving the max amount to everybody, you know, and people don't even use it. So again, just another way to be wise with our money, fiscal responsible, in terms of how we're spending money, I think every organization should be like that. I mean, this is, it's getting ridiculous of how much money we have in the state and how much money we're wasting. And I still will keep harping on the waste, 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 because it's not just in education, it's everywhere else too. Uh-huh. Uh, but the education is just mind blowing that 50% and $6 billion and $12 billion is going to education and they cry that they don't have any money. Something's not right. And they, it's a broken system. We got to fix it. And they vote no on it also. And then that's a, and then say we don't have, we need more. No, you don't need more because these kids with with that type of revenue that's coming in there, those kids should all be uh, like geniuses. You know, four point fives GPAs all headed to uh, high levels of college, well, but that's not the case. But anyway, yeah, let's get more trade more money. schools. I mean, yeah, yeah, teachers should get more money, and and the classrooms should be funded properly with what their needs are, and and we should do that, and and. You know, the ESAs is another thing, and we, we're working on the ESAs, but we got roadblocks there to help, you know, the families, you know, get better schooling and get, and get out of the, the areas that don't have good schools. So, I mean, there, there's just so much more to do, but we're working on it. Um, the Republican Party is leading this charge. We're the ones trying to, you know, pass all the stuff I just talked about here on your show, and, and not one Democrat voted for this stuff. So and, it's and the- really it's, it's eye-opening, you know. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's disturbing. It's not even a good word to describe it. But it's until this is exposed, where more people know about it, it's just going to be more of the same. 
Because again, there's only so much you can do. Once the support of the people is there, which is how you ended up passing some of these things already, well, then things can change. I mean, you're doing what you can right now to change an entire system that's been around for a long time, you know, which is basically like, a, as I said, like a money laundering operation of just dumping billions of dollars into it and no accountability for where it's spent or for results. So it's, uh, you know, you're disturbing the hornet's nest. No. And so, but at least. Well, parents, taxpayers need to get involved. Local yeah. elections are important. Your, your city, towns, counties, your state, these are extremely important uh, positions, uh, not just here at the state house, but all the way through all the communities. There are positions that people run for. We need to get involved. We should be asking more questions. We should be attending the school board meetings and asking solid questions to get to the bottom of some of these, you know, unanswered, you know, you know, areas of where's the money or what's going on? What are you teaching the children? I think this whole COVID was staying home and online uh, Zoom calls. I think a lot of parents saw what was going on and it, it opened up the box to say, oh, yeah. what are we doing here? And we need just parents and taxpayers and people to get, be more engaged and, and pay attention again at these local levels, because that's where the difference is going to be made. And then you got the grassroots movements, you got people involved in the politics and people in the PCs or the LDs, you know, you, you got a lot of involvement there. But the, but the people that aren't in mainstream politics, you know, they're taking care of their home. They're taking care of their family. They're working. These are the folks we need to have them open up their ears a little, open their mm-hmm. eyes a little more. Let's start paying more attention and let's start asking good questions. And that doesn't take a lot and it shouldn't be asking a lot for that to happen. And let, let's get to the bottom of some of these, these areas. And, and that's, that's how we're going to change it. Uh, we're going to keep fighting at the state house at the at that level, but we need we need the parents, we need the taxpayers, we need the you know the, the communities to start getting involved. And yeah, everybody, we're going to make a difference. Everybody. Yeah. So I, I know we got to wrap it up because you got to go, but uh, you guys don't go. You go back into session next year, right? Twenty twenty two is when you start the next session. Right. January will start unless we get called back for any reason for a special session, which could happen this fall. It would surprise me. and I, I, I can do it. I don't have any problems going back down there and, and working for the people what we need to accomplish. So unless we get called in, we're off till January. Uh, and then we'll go January and hopefully wrap it up at that 100-day mark next year and have a great another session. And then uh, we're into the midterm. 2022 is the, uh, the election again in August and uh, November. So I, I can't leave this out there because obviously we're in Arizona and we have the audit. So we're not going to go into details about it because we're just waiting at this point for them to complete what they need to complete and then, re- you know, do the release their report. But as far as your role of the House and the Senate and once the uh, once the report is issued, so was there a discussion of that you need to have that se- special session or, or, or did you guys just th- say, you know what, we don't know what it's going to say, so we're just going to revisit the next steps, what to do. I think this is more the Senate, but um, on what what next what next steps need to happen once that comes out, because this is kind of you know unprecedented. So, was there any in any discussions well, about that? In the House, no. The Senate was running the audit. Uh, the governor can call us back in the session. He'll call both chambers back if we have to deal with anything, but. You know, here's what's going to happen with the election audit, right? Three things. One, 
uh, they violated law that's already on the books. And therefore, you know, the legislature, you know, we don't have to do anything. They already, the law has already been broken. So that's one thing. The second thing is uh, they did something that was um, handled already in our session, meaning we passed the bill to, to address it. Okay. Uh, that would be the second thing that may come out of this. And the third is they did something that we haven't fixed, and we'll go back in the session and fix it um, if we find it. So I, I think we're going to have an interesting fall. Uh, I'm curious myself of what we're going to have to talk about with the election audit. And when it, when it finally brereaks, uh, I'm sure there'll be 24 seven news coverage on it. Hopefully. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be, we'll be the hot spot. That's for sure. It will be, it will be huge. So, all right. So that's, I just, then there's, cause there's a lot of noise on social media and I just wanted a little clarity because, you know, depending on who says what uh, at this point, everybody just calm your jets. When it is, the information is released, then there's, those, those are kind of good three options of what can transpire, and the, uh, the, the governor can go ahead and call a special session if he doesn't, but there is issues. I have a feeling that he's not going to have that luxury because of, the, uh, of the, the importance and the focus of this, so uh, just, let's just see where that well, goes. So don't worry about that for right now. Right. Yeah, listen, listen here on the uh, on the election audit since we're talking about it. I, I've been down there. It, it's an enormous operation, and they're doing a, a fantastic job when, when I was down there. And several states came and visited. So several legislative uh, members from other states came down, and they were all blown away on the uh, details of the audit. In fact, those states have went back and called for audits in their states. And they're trying to do audits in their states. Uh, you know, your Pennsylvania's, Wisconsin's, Michigan's, Atlanta, or uh, Georgia there um, for the, the Fulton County. So there's a lot going on in terms of what they discovered here in Arizona, just from what our processes were to go back to their home states and call for the same thing. And, and honestly, whether anything's found or not, I think an audit is a good thing. I mean, it's keeping our elections oh, yeah. at least honest that we should be doing as, as voters. I mean, everybody, there should be, you know, every five years we should be doing an audit randomly uh, just to make sure protocols and, and measures are being met because we all vote and we all want to make sure our vote is counted. So right. whether there's any mischief or, or not, we should have measures to make sure everything is accounted for. And in the last election with the voting centers and not these precincts, everything gets jumbled up. It's easy to start um, violating some of the, the, the policies that you have in place for the election. So, you know, it, the pre, we need to go back to the precinct voting where everybody votes mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, easier to track. It makes more sense. And we need to, to, to start there again first and then continue, you know, growing it again. But, um, these voting centers are not good news because I could go over to Glendale and drop off my ballot. From yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's design. insane. By design. Right. By design. But, um, <laughs> yeah, by design. I'm a big proponent of uh, getting rid of the machines, going back to paper ballots, and you can actually do that when you go back to the precinct level. But um, that's another show. That is another show, everybody. Um, all right. So things are, are, are somewhat good. We, we've, uh, pass a lot of protection here for the kids and tax relief, some really good election integrity. Um, but real quick, just for everybody, um, the one bill, and I don't know the number, you can tell me 
the one about the uh, sex offender list where you get taken off after five years that Rusty Bowers, you know, not a fan. He actually put that back in that did pass. So um, do you remember what the number of that one was? I voted. I don't don't remember the number on it. Uh, Boy, that, that was a bill that I just didn't believe in. And I voted no on it both times. I was shocked that it got reconsidered and then passed. And I just, you know, well, you again, have morals this, and this values. The, That's why you have morals and values. So, thank you. I well, it's, it's one of these know. bills that we shouldn't see, in my opinion. We, you know, and there's a lot of them throughout the session that we just probably shouldn't have ever heard. And to me, this is one of them. Um, I won't get into the specifics. The specifics of the bill, you can talk about that on your show. But yeah, for all your listeners, I was a no twice. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he is a no. He is a no. And then I just wanted to bring a little awareness. So everybody, you've got an incredible, incredible representative here in district, legislative district 23, Joseph Chaplick. And you know what happens every two years, they got to rerun. And when people have to run for office, they need people to contribute because these campaigns are not cheap. And trust me, he does, he's running his operation like a business. So it's not money that's just being spent. Yeah, like they're doing in the education budget. Okay, so you can be rest assured that the that the donations that you are making to his campaign are being very smartly spent to maximize them and in whatever capacity they need. So I encourage you, if you want more success like this, we've got to keep this guy in office. I don't know who he's up against yet, but we'll find out some we'll find out scoop on that as we get a little bit closer. But we need to keep him there. So if anybody has a little extra change in their pocket, you know, you want to you want to contribute, you want to give your website because it'll be it'll be money well spent to keep strong leaders like this in in the in the house so we can move him up to a leadership position. Because he needs to be running that operation. But we'll, we'll get there. It just takes a little time. So yeah, give your website and plug any events that you have coming up, Joseph. Because I want to I want to get you some some uh, support to make sure that the campaign is successful. Thank you so much. Uh, the website's just my name, josephchaplick.com. Uh, Twitter is, uh, you know, my, my handle is Joseph Chaplick. And on Facebook, it's, uh, you can put in Representative Joseph Chaplick and you'll find me on Facebook. Um, I, I do appreciate the, uh, the, the, I guess, the uh, support I can get. I mean, the financing... Yeah. Yeah, the, the plug is great. The, the financing is key. Uh, the Democrats are a well-funded machine, and they constantly have a lot of money. What used to be a forty to fifty thousand dollar campaign to win is now in this district like two hundred to two fifty. Um, oh, wow! I did it last. Yeah, I did it last year with two fifty, and I went against a Democrat that had close to four hundred thousand dollars with no primary uh, election. So he had four hundred thousand for the general, and I still destroyed him by fifteen thousand plus votes. But, again, they have a lot of money. Um, yeah. And so, so now, in order to compete, unfortunately, in this district, um, because things cost money like your mailers, which is one of the highest costs, the signs, the operation of setting up websites and, and everything else that we do. And, and the team that we have that works with us, that's a small number that they get. It's a very small percentage of the uh, campaign. The rest of it goes into a voter awareness, getting our message out. And that's important, and that costs money. So I appreciate that. Uh, anything that is helpful is, is grateful. Um, my website is set up. We're going to be launching a new website in the next week. 
because Ooh, we're exciting. filing for our re-election. Yeah, I mean, it's already time for doing that. So we'll have a new website, but the current one's still going strong. And um, thank you for the plug. You're welcome. And, and join his newsletter so that we can be kept in the loop on what's going on and the events, because he actually does go to the meetings at, the, at, uh, at our precinct committee man meetings, which, are, like I said, it's rare that you see these people there. So um, he does events, too, where, where he do wants to meet people. Yeah. Yeah, we do them monthly. We're going to be doing them monthly. Uh, we just had one last week. We'll have one in August, the rest of this year. It's getting out, talking to the constituents, telling them what's happening down there, getting some updates. But also, you know, we do little coffee meetings, too. So if anybody wants to host an event and bring in, you know, a dozen of their friends, I'm more than happy to come in and meet and talk for an hour and tell them everything that's going on in a little one-on-one private setting and, and get to know me a little bit better. And I get to know them and hear what they want to accomplish and what their needs are for our state. So I can listen and, and go back to the state house and implement what their needs are. So if anybody wants to do that as well, we do those throughout the month. Uh, they're great little coffees and uh, it's very beneficial for everybody. So, um, And that's a great you. idea because it's not just about you people about giving donations to keep you in office because you're fighting a huge uh, monster machine of at least 400,000, which you know it's probably going to be five or $600,000 against you in this new one because they have unlimited resources. The, the, the interaction and, and, and meeting with him is to let him know what your issues are. That's what, there's, that's what he's doing his job. He's finding out. He's not just saying, hey, keep me there because I'm doing a good job. Tell me what the problems are. Tell me what you want changed. Tell me why you're mad or tell me what you do like. And I think that's one of the most important things you don't you rarely hear that so big kudos yeah for you mr chaplick well, i work Thank for you so i work much. for you and everyone else yeah i work yeah. for people See? so See? That, that's yeah. what i'm doing great reminder good man good man i'm so glad that you actually ran for this office and that you won and that you're down there doing all this heavy lifting and, and protecting people in Arizona and doing what needs to be done. So thank you so much for coming on, especially on such short notice. You did bring some fabulous news and you're going to be able to go back to a little bit normal of a life. How nice is that going to be, you know, and um, go have a great, go have a great 4th of July weekend, celebrate Independence Day. Happy birthday, USA. And um, anything, anything else that that we need to cover? I think we've got it all. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we uh, part our ways? No, always a pleasure to be on the air, and I, and I thank you for having me. So with that, have a great 4th of July weekend. Yeah, you too, and thank you again so much for all your hard work and what you're doing, and uh, we'll have you back on once we've got some updates on anything else that's going on. So thank you, sir. You're doing, uh, you're doing great work down there, and it's very, very necessary. So I encourage everyone to go check out josephcheplick.com. Throw him a bone, you know, like a little 510 spot maybe a hundred, maybe, you know, bigger, whatever, whatever you can do. We gotta, we gotta keep him. We gotta keep him in office. So thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Arizona representative, Joseph Chaplick. Thank you so much. You have a great weekend, my friend. What a good man. What a good man. So, you know, it's, it, it is really, that's what we need more of people like that in office, right? So the people like that in office, there needs to be more of them. They're doing work for us. They're working for us. And we've talked about that a lot. We need to reposition how we think about our elected officials. You know, I call them the elected elite. He's not one of the elected elite, remember? He's one of the good guys. He's that urban legend that is doing we the people's work. So we need to um, 
reposition how we treat them or what we have, how our view is about their role. They're not superior. They're not above us. They work for us. We pay their salaries. So if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, then we need to step up to the plate and make them do it. And that's what a lot of these organizations are that I'm bringing on the show. So you can find out who are the groups that are actually being doing work, that are being proactive, that are meeting, that are giving you things to do online or with the phone or the email or uh, meeting in person or even going to some of these protests, these rallies, because it's making a difference. Or, of course, the school board meeting and the city council meetings. Remember, Patty was telling us that when they went down to the Tempe uh, school board meeting, and they had a bunch of people sign documents or a notice that they wanted to have the mask removed in the, in the, for the kids in the Tempe School District. They got a letter back a couple of days later, and they actually did it. So it works. Might have not worked in the past. Don't worry. This is not the past. This is a whole new movement. This is a whole new attitude. And all of these people are running for re-election in 2022. So we're going to be bringing on um, some more candidates some uh, people that are now running for some of these positions like school board or city council, which I encourage you to go check that out, put in, uh, you know, find out if it's feasible for you. But we need people, regular Americans to step up to the plate and get into these positions and get out. It's not even rhinos. It's radical, radical left and rhinos and just bad, bad people in general, evil people that don't vote, that vote no on or vote. So it's the opposite. So the Democrats said, We want to keep the kids in mass and we want to get them vaccinated, which we talk about all the time. That it is the, it is like a death shot, right? It is a death shot. So you don't want to do that. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental bioweapon with mRNA technology and nanotechnology and spike proteins, tracking devices, operating systems, fetal tissue from aborted babies. And the name of the patent, of course, is the Lucifer race. And it's not something that should be in anyone's body, no less children. Don't believe me? Uh, listen to Dr. Christian Northrup's episode that we did on Wednesday, episode 230. Might want to share that with your family and friends. Kind of wraps up everything about COVID, the vaccines, how we got here, what's going to be happening. It is truth bomb after truth bomb. And of course, Dr. Brian Artist, Dr. Brian Artist, he, we had him on the show. And he was, let me give you these real quick, and then we are going to wrap it up. It's 2.37. I was so nice that uh, Representative Cheplik stayed on for so long to get us that information. So, and, and the reason why I asked him to do this, because there's such misinformation or misinterpretation of things on the social media that even when I go in to check, I'm like, I'm not, I have no idea. I don't know if this means yes or this means no or what really happened. So at least now we have the facts. We have the information so another great episode about the vaccines and the, or shall I say, non-vaccines and the whole COVID scam, political propaganda, pandemic, things you need to listen to. Dr. Brian Artis was episode 223. And then we had the attorney, America's attorney, Thomas Renz, episode 226. That's another good one. He's representing Make Americans Free Again. He's also representing... America's Frontline Doctors. So we talked a little bit more about the legal side. And then, of course, don't forget Dr. Pam Popper, Make Americans Free Again. That was episode 214. Dr. Larry Pilevsky, which she's very good friends and partners in a lot of things. He's part of that five doc group that Dr. Christiana Northrop mentioned on the show on Wednesday. 
Dr. Pilevsky's so smart and a nice guy. He is going to get you incredible information. It's a really powerful show. He goes into more of the critical, critical thinking and why people just basically fell for all this brainwashing. That was episode 213. And on 213, you got Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, the notorious MTG. That was awesome. Plus, I got to meet her in person down at the rally. So um, listen to that one, 213. And then Dr. Cordy Williams, episode 215. So you've got content there to get you the truth about all of the stuff that you're hearing about. I'm trying to scare you still, trying to get you back in your house, trying to get to make you think that you got to put that mask back on. That's what they're doing in Los Angeles County. They are trying to, to say that this uh, Delta variant, which obviously, which we talked about, you know, there's already been studies that it is as uh, deadly as the uh, normal flu, which means nothing. And it has symptoms that are so bad that they are very similar to the common cold and hay fever. So don't be, don't be fooled by the same yahoos that gave you this entire political propaganda pandemic in the first place. Remember what Dr. Christiane Northrup said. They gave us COVID so they could give us the shot, part of the big agenda. So, all right. So we got that all covered. Everything is good to go. Everything is good to go. It's 2.39. We are done for the day. We are headed into the 4th of July weekend. Independence Day. Happy birthday, United States of America. So stand strong for your country. Stand up. Wear your red, white, and blue. Put on your patriotism, put on your patriotic gear, and go celebrate. And uh, talk about how great this country is. And then over the weekend, you know, maybe with your family and friends, talk a little bit about uh, what you're going to do to get involved, what groups you're going to join, what efforts you want to do. Do you want to run for an office? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And um, as we've encouraged before, you know, if it's possible, get up that extra hour every day and throw in a little uh, community involvement and community engagement. Maybe it's something as simple as a few minutes on Marissa Hamilton's website, easyaz.org. So um, there's lots of things to do, lots of things to do. And the resources to go find, the groups that are actually doing action items, the take action groups, you can find them. On our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the Take Action tab. Okay, there's lots and lots of information on the Take Action tab. So you will see patriots must follow people, groups, organizations, and companies. So you've got your Take Action groups. You can listen to the episodes of the founders of those groups. If I actually got, a, if I did, uh, most of them I have interviewed. Okay, most of my interviewed, I just haven't put some of them there, but. Um, even if you just buzz over to the episodes tab, you will see the list of the different episodes that we had. So you can find out which, if you want to listen to them. And I didn't, didn't have them on this particular page, but I'll have that taken care of this weekend. So you've got all of your take action groups. And there's, there's an incredible man on here. Now, these groups, you can join them or you can go get resources on their website, depending on what you need, right? There's so much information on there, whether it's the vaccine passports or the mask mandates, depending on what state you're in. Obviously, right now in Arizona, not applying to businesses, but it is for the government and for the schools, K through 12, K through 12. So, um, but everything that you need in any, any type of documents or uh, easy access information, these groups are providing it. So go check those out. Not only is it take action groups, we've got media groups, we've got business and networking, we've got health and medical, we've got legal, right? America, we've got the legal dream teams. We've got a lot of these, um, we've got a lot of these funds, 
So if you uh, got fired from your job or you were forced to take a vaccine, um, a lot of these legal uh, groups like the um, Lynn Wood has one, Mike Lindell has one, Sidney Powell has one. So go check those out so you can get more resources or even support. You need to hire an attorney. Um, each of them have different things that they're doing, but you can at least the information there to so click on the big graphic and it'll take you to their website. There's different nonprofit organizations that are on here that we're working with. So much information. So please check that out. Figure out which take action items you're going to do. And there's a lot of other resources on the take action tab. It's up to you this weekend to find out what you're going to do to get involved in your community because we all have to step up to the plate because there's not a lot of time left and it's getting a little squirrely out there. You know, you've got this, uh, this administration that uh, they've lost their, well, I can't say they lost their minds. They're following instructions. You know, they're, they're trying to fundamentally change this country. And this country does not need to be fundamentally changed. And for those of you who didn't know what I was referencing when I said fundamentally changed, that's what Barack Obama said when he was in office. When he got in, we need to fundamentally change it. No, we don't. And we don't need the critical race theory. We don't need this push of the transgender transgender movement because that is basically just a Marxist theory. It's in Karl Marx. That's a Marxism theory. It is part of a playbook to disconnect the nuclear family because then there's no motherhood. There's no fatherhood. You're blurring the lines of the definition of a man and a woman so then, then everything has become neutral. And the federal government's already working on it pretty hard. So, um, and of course, it's seeping into the military. The military is supposed to have cohesion. They're supposed to be strong. They're supposed to be, you know, we're preparing our, we're preparing our military basically for defeat by bringing in the CRT and turning our soldiers against each other. That's not what the military is all about. So it's seeping in there. So we've got to do what we can on our end. Uh, start locally, start locally, and and then uh, at least control what we can control, and that's what we can control. So anyway, like I said, not a lot of time left before a lot more damage has been created, or a lot more damage is going to happen. A lot has already happened, but that's because we took our eye off the ball. We didn't get engaged. We just thought they were doing their jobs. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. So um, the other thing I wanted to mention for patriotic gear, don't forget to go over to our marketplace. Our marketplace is all about community-powered philanthropy. So we partnered with 57 well-known websites and brands, and that covers all types of different categories, from clothing to sports apparel to business resources to apps like, you know, uh, you need to make graphics or uh, like um, – Constant Contact is on there, and Zazzle is on there, and Namecheap if you want to reserve some website names and things like that. Um, so you've got uh, Omaha Steaks, you want some food. You've got uh, several patriotic gear groups or companies. So you've got your uh, all kinds of stuff. You can get hats, you can get flags, you can get signs, you can get shirts, mugs, you name it. We've got three, no, four, four different companies and one of them actually has a lot of specials where they, they, items are free. You pay shipping and handling. Pretty cool. And they even do like $10 t-shirts. They've got $5 t-shirts. And they're not junky stuff. It's just a 
you know, they're doing so much volume, they are giving out the discounts. So anyway, go check that out. Go get your patriotic gear, not just for the 4th. You should be wearing it all the time. So if you can't get it in time for the 4th, that's okay. Wear it on the 5th. Wear it on the 6th. Wear it on the 18th. Wear it on the 18th. It is patriotic July. I haven't come up with a little jazzy name, but it's patriotism all month long. We are celebrating patriotism for the month of July, the entire month. Everything else gets an entire month to celebrate something. Well, it's time to celebrate patriotism. And that's what we're doing here at Everything Home on our talk radio show podcast and patriotic purpose-driven resource platform. Our time is July for your patriotism. So, yes, go over there. Check it out. Go buy some gear. Go buy some other products and services. Again, 57 well-known websites and brands. And they donate 2 to 20% of your total purchase to our nonprofit partners, helping vets, pets, kids, and to spread freedom. So definitely do that. And you never pay more than what the, uh, that you would pay if you went directly to their websites. A lot of times you get a discount or a discount code or a special deal. So take advantage of that. Please, please, please. And share that with your family and friends. And don't forget, our big supporter is Mike Lindell at MyPillow. You can go through our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the marketplace tab you'll get over there there's pages and pages of all kinds of different products and services but as far as my pillow you can do them directly because they use a promo code promo code is home h-o-m-e so go to mypillow.com home and put in home you'll get up to 66 percent discount they do lots of specials all the time they're constantly moving all kinds of different specials they've got incredible products i use the pillow i've got the giza sheets i have the light towels it's been great for arizona because they're not thick but they're absorbent this is 140 degrees here. So go check those out. You save a whole bunch of money. Use the promo code and they donate 20% to veterans, animals, children, and groups fighting for your freedom. So that is my plugs for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please share the show, this platform with your friends, your family, your contacts. Want to get the content out there. Want to give them the information and the messages that matter from the people you all need to know about. Good people doing good business and good things. Got a lot of stuff to do this weekend, everybody. You got a lot of stuff to do. Take out that pen and paper. I'm going to come back here Tuesday. It's going to be a whole new game. Whole new game. We're going to be doing a lot of new stuff. I'm personally doing a lot of new things. So want to join the community. Don't forget about that. Join the newsletter. Follow us on social media. Engage. Let us know what's going on. Tell us who you want to have on the show. We'll bring them on. We'll bring them on. That's no problem. Contact them. They come on. They love coming on the show to get you guys the information that you need. You know, our resource platform, one location for all the information, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. You're going to make your list. You're going to check it twice. You're going to get your business and your life all on track to have an incredible second half of the year. You can just go to our uh, homepage of our website. You'll see all the links there. You'll see a graphic for links that'll get you to the links to follow us. You'll see all of the graphics in order to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And we are live Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 p.m. Pacific time. And there's a big graphic on the homepage that says live. It says live. Um, so you can click on that or you can go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. And, of course, if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, low right-hand corner of every screen, once you're on the website and on your phone, you just click on that. So that is more than just shows because, again, this is resources. This is resources for everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. It's different groups. It's different uh, resource uh, websites to go to to get the information. There's different shows on here. So our partner shows that we have them listed, that's under our must listen to page. We've got our must follow. 
and there's a ton of information on here. And please just start using it. It's all, it's all free information. And that way you don't have to look around. You don't have to figure out where, where it was on social media. You can't go through the long list of all the bookmarks that you have on your phone or your computer. This way, everything is in different categories on the Take Action tab. And you will see all of that there. And it's getting, it's getting pretty loaded up. So I'm going to try to simplify it a little bit for everybody um, and make it easier so you can, you know, but I put the, there's graph, there's big graphics. There's big, because, you know, words are one thing, big graphics. So long, if you go to the take action tab and actually click the take action tab to get on that page, it has a, all of the graphics for all of the different pages and categories. So that makes it easier because they put information like pretty dis- big descriptions on those. So we just click on that and you'll get over to where you need to go. So, um, all right, we're going to wrap it up. It is 2.51. Got to go. It's time to renew our faith, restore our republic, rebuild our economy, and reopen America 100%. Don't take that non-vaccine, people. I gave you a bunch of shows to listen to. And if uh, that's not enough, then there's a lot of other people. And we're going to have them coming on the show. But, yeah, Dr. Sherry Tempenny. Ooh, just one of them. Go check out drchristianonorthrop.com. That's too. Oh, the information there, guys. The information is there. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Of course, there are no conspiracies and there are no coincidences. That's just a CIA tactic because people started figuring stuff out. So they had to make you think that you're nuts. You're not nuts because you got your common sense cap on. You're going to leave it on all day, tonight, and all weekend. It's time. It is time to take our courage, our conviction, and, of course, our common sense. Stand up for this country because all of that's contagious. Remember, those who stand for nothing fall for everything. Special thank you to all of our partners at the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Thank you to all the guests that were on today. They did an amazing job. All of their information, their episodes, and the shows that they have of theirs are listed on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Monday, we are off for the 4th of July, but we'll be back on Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Wednesday is going to be the 7th. Oh, my. You know what happens? This month is going to fly by. Can't have that. Can't have the month flying by. We've got too many things that we need to do to improve our own lives, our business, and, of course, our communities. So we'll be back Wednesday. I'm going to put some, uh, I'll put, I'll put a little, I'll put shows up um, uh, on social media so you can tune in. And, of course, you know, there, there's, there's tons to listen to. There's tons to listen to for whatever it is that you want to hear, what categories you want to work on. So um, we'll be back Wednesday at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time, five guests, seven minutes segments. And I'm working on the soapbox. Oh, what, this is exciting. I'll show this real quick. Pa- Pastor Artur Palowski. You know, the guy, the pastor who uh, was yelling, Nazis, get out of here. The Canadian pastor who keeps getting arrested. So he's here doing a tour in the United States. He's coming on Wednesday, or he's coming on the 9th Friday at 1 p.m. He'll be sitting in my soapbox. That's going to be pretty powerful. That should get you all riled up. So, um, yeah, tune in on Wednesday. Look, tune into the show. So you've got a whole 469 of these live shows, these segments. So you've got enough content. You just got to pick right what you want what you want. So I think you're awake. I hope you're inspired. I hope you are energized. I hope you feel your freedom. I hope you you love this country. I think you do. I think you do. So, um, yeah, that is it. We're going to wrap it up. So, uh, if you're not awake, well, listen to these shows. You'll get there. It's all right. And, um, go take action on what we shared. You've got all week and you got three days. I'm not going to be back here till Wednesday. So I'm not going to make you accountable till then. 
but we're going to start doing it on social media, make it accountable there if you want to, right? If you want to get you the information more of it there. So that way you have, uh, you know, where to go. You get reminders. We need reminders. You know, I'm going to listen to this show a couple times. There's some really good content in it, not to mention information and specifics. So that way you could, you know, use this content and make your own posts. Hey, why not? Just know, you know, because we're telling you the truth, getting you the facts. So you want to share that. You want to share that. So I'm going to give you a little inspiration. I want a little inspiration here because this, uh, I'm going to rally up. I'm going to rally up because you know what? You're not going to take it anymore. You're not going to take it from these peeps. Uh-uh. All right, go enjoy the 4th of July weekend. Say a little prayer for all of our freedom fighters that are out there that are doing the, and doing God's work. Remember, that's what the attorney, America's attorney, Thomas Renz, asked. He asked everybody, you know what you can do? He said, what can we do, Tom? What can we do? He said, you know, you can pray. You can pray. You can pray for me. You can pray for my team. You can pray for all the freedom fighters who are brave enough to stand up for all of our rights. And there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Dr. Christiana Northrup, you know, these people. So pray for them. Pray for them. Be grateful that you live in the greatest country ever created on the planet Earth, the United States of America. It's America first, baby. America first, America only. Happy 4th of July. Go enjoy your weekend. We will be back here on Wednesday. Wednesday, like, you know, that guy that whispers when he talks on the microphone on the TV. I'm not going to say his name. Because <laughs> why bother? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Going to play a little God bless you say, and then we are done. Go make it a great day. Go make it a great weekend. You deserve it. America first. Happy Fourth of July. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. The flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick Life Laughter and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.